Welcome to Three Brothers in a Shot of Milk. Chris will be joining us very shortly. Today we're talking about The Flash, but before all of that, we're going to talk superheroes, movies, TV, comics, action figures, cartoons, and more. I'm Lars St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard freaking Wilson. Gentlemen, how was your week? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? What's going on? Yo, I saw Extraction 2 dropped on Netflix this week. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it yet. How I didn't it? either. <laughs> okay. Okay. It would be the thing I would have watched if I had extra time to watch stuff. Okay. Lars doesn't know how to work with this. I don't, I'm trying. I'm trying to <laughs> like, find a way to... Cool, man. He's doing, starting with the audibles. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, I spent most of my week just, just working one massive job after another. Mm. And um, that was my week. Oh, all right. Well, that sounded interesting. Busy. Thanks. Um, my week was also busy. Just work for the most part. And uh, did I watch anything? I watched The Batman, the animated series, The Batman. Not the animated series, not B- Batman animated series, but The Batman. Oh. Series. I don't know why. It, it was just on. It was on. Uh, was it HBO? I think. Uh, and I just oh. turned it on. I'm like, let me give this a try. Don't it's like a whole it. series. Yeah, yeah it's I, more for kids. Oh, yeah, don't like it at all. Um, that's it, really. Running through Diablo when I have the time, which I don't. Honestly, right. I'm I'm far behind. Um, and that's really it. Oh, messing with the soundboard. Got sound. I only got four sounds, but you know. Thank you. But I found a I found a workaround. But, uh, sounds really good, Rich. It sounds like it's going right into the stream. That's yeah. that's what I was trying to do because well I had done, the sir. I had the stream decks and I got all these buttons in front of me and I can't do nothing with them because they don't go into the stream. They don't go into this program, I should say. So But those four do. Yeah, because I got because I told you I got that um that cheap little soundboard for like mm-hmm. 50 bucks off Amazon. Wow. So I was able to put them to they got four custom buttons so i could be able, i was able to record the buttons on there bom, bom, bom. you have too much power now oh yeah i don't like this i don't like this at all you know i did do one other thing i did actually watch twins because now that schwarzenegger is basically all of netflix all of schwarzenegger's stuff is on netflix oh, all right yes and that is a movie we should have always had a sequel to. Triplet. They were trying to. And I think Schwarzenegger was like, someone at the studio messed it up. You're supposed to have him. And Eddie Murphy was the missing brother. Dude. Wow. That would have brought the house down. <laughs> it I mean, still, it would have brought the house down. Still. It would still work. And you can still do that. It could still happen, actually. No, I think it was supposed to happen like years, years later. Someone's like stepping oh, on it. Yeah. Someone's cutting it off. Well... That's unfortunate. That movie has a lot of funny stuff in it. Oh, it's great. Did you hear the story about that movie? Because mm-hmm. Arnold, as you said, he also has a documentary on Netflix that I watched, docu-series, like a four parts that goes to each part of his life. And yeah. Arnold's bigger than life. And he sees like um, Ivan Reitman, you know, the director over, over Ghostbusters and all that stuff. He sees him at a ski resort and he says, hey, I could have been a Ghostbuster, basically saying I could be funny too. Yeah. I even started thinking to himself, huh? And then, like the next week, he bumps into Danny DeVito, 
And then he got the idea. What do you put them together in a movie? Call it twins. But it's all because Arnold has enough, like, freaking, he has the balls to go up to this director and say, hey, I can do I can do that. Like, who I does can. that? But Arnold. Arnold so, yeah. yeah, if he never did that, we probably would have never gotten a twins. Cause, and if we didn't get twins, would we get Arnold in a series of funny movies after that? No kindergarten cop, no. I mean, think about it. Even, like, True Lies is more than an action hero. There's so much humor and acting yeah. in those films. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Twins change the game. Butterfly events. Yep. Uh, my week, man. Well, I had a birthday this week. Hey! Happy birthday! I just watched Snowfall in bed for most of the day. It was <laughs> it was wonderful. Snowfall's dope. It's not what we cover, but y'all ain't watching Snowfall. Snowfall's great. And then um, I've been watching Black Mirror, man. You know, the new season. Yeah, the new season's out, yeah. And I like it. Even the episode I didn't care for. Even the episodes I don't like, I like. Because I like not knowing where I'm going. You know? I I enjoy the twisted nature of Black Mirror. So it was really fun to jump into that. I think five episodes this time, which is great. I think last time was only three, which Mm. sucked. So we get five, which is good. And what else, man? I bought some toys. I got got? this Miles Morales. All right. uh, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 figure. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, This is going to be an unboxing coming up soon. It's not a great figure. Definitely the one from Into the Spider-Verse is just made way better. Mm. But still great. And I picked up this. Wait, are are those from the same company? Yes, all Hasbro. I feel like Hasbro just skimped out. On, it costs a little bit more, right. but it feels way cheaper. And the head sculpt, like the actual Miles face, is kind of whack. There'll uh-huh. be an unboxing where I can I compare them, and it's it's like you can, it's noticeably whack for mm-hmm. the same price point. Uh, I picked up this Two Face, nineteen sixty six Batman figure. Yeah, I'm gonna go into my display. Well, it has better articulation. Just wait till I get the superpowers figures, Jack. You're going to love those. His mm-hmm. elbows move? Yeah. Yeah. No, this one has more articulation. You got elbows, knees, head. Yes. You wouldn't. You would be a little mad at this, but not all the way mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Father's Day, happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. My son got me this like Yo. picture frame. Hey. And in the picture frame, you pretty much have all the superheroes that are Legos. As it's nice. 3D Legos, though. They're actually No, Legos. they're actual Legos in here. Yeah. And um, what's really cool is it says, Daddy, you are stronger than the Hulk, cooler than Batman, quicker than Spider-Man, funnier than Deadpool, smarter than Iron Man, faster than the Flash, braver than Superman, tougher than Wolverine. You are my favorite superhero. Lots of love. Christian, Uh, I'm going to use this for my collector's corner. I was supposed to save it. So act real surprised when I show this again in like (laughs) 10 minutes. (laughs) I got a little excited. But that's my week. Yo, Rich, I got a question for you, man. What's that? What superhero can beat Captain America in a fight? What superhero can beat Captain America in a fight? I don't know. No, I already know. I already Captain know. Vietnam. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Ooh, 
you try to find a soundboard. You can't find it. You can't boo me. I don't have a boo. I don't have a boo. I got. No. I got that one. All right. You can give me the applause. I'm not giving you the applause. Because I looked at that one last week. I know you. I'm not going to do that. I think we're on the same website. Because I I saw your flash one. Yes. (laughs) Jack, you look speechless. Well, that joke would have been funnier if there actually was a Captain Vietnam in the content no, anywhere. It's not, it's not supposed or, to be literal, or, Jack. Here, or here's a better one. What's What superhero can beat Captain America? What superhero can beat Captain America? Just about all of them. <laughs> Which would pretty much be accurate. Wow. Wow, Jack. Okay. He's got a Superman complex. He does. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> well, we're going to redeem this segment. Jack, I'm going to take a little note from you. We're going to go past all the stop signs, run through all the red lights, ignore all caution, and that'll bring us to the collector's corner. It's time. Here at the collector's corner, we take something out of our bookshelf, something out of our combo case, something out of our video game shh. It's been a while since I've done this. Our video game chest, and we showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys got? Uh, I'll go first. I ain't got nothing special. But I do have more pops, obviously, to add to my collection. And you know what? I I picked up Spider-Man into Spider-Verse, Miles Morales. Yeah, I'm sorry. Across the Spider Verse, and it doesn't say Part One, so it's not deceiving out here. But uh, but yeah, so I got him, bam, and then I picked up, I picked up the spot because you know this the, this the main villain, Rich. Now you're going down a slippery slope. No, no, no. I'm gonna stop with whoever's right here. I'm gonna stop with just them. That's it. I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna pick up uh, uh Spider Spider Man India because he's he was cool. He was he's amazing. Cool. He was Spider Punk. Spider Punk's got to be there. No Spider Punk? No, there's no Spider Punk on there. I got a Medieval Vulture. I mean, he's probably out there. Medieval Vulture on this box right here. And then Spider Man 2099. Mm. Oh, real quick. Show that that to us again, man. I keep forgetting to do this bad boy. Yeah, show show, show me what you got. Show me what you're working with, Rich. Show you what I'm working with. We got Miles Morales. Bam. Yeah. Looking looking dark over here. I got to turn that light on. Turn that light on. And then the spot. Yeah, like coming spot. out of a spot. Coming out of a spot, yeah. It's pretty dope. That's pretty sick, actually. I wonder, yeah. wait, go back to the spot one. I wonder if, like, there's a way you can... Are you supposed to, like, mount the spot to the wall? So it's I like he's know. coming out of the wall? Because it looks like that's the way it's supposed oh, to no, be. Oh, no, he has a way. he has a stand. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so that foot would go on a stand. Yeah, there's a little stand in there. A little clear stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that actually could work because it's actually flat. So you can, like... You know, just that would look pretty cool. Stick them up to a wall real quick. That's that, that spot is flat back there. So yeah, yeah, that could work. That could work. All right. I'm useful every now and then. You know. <laughs> All right, Jack, you're up. Well, I got a surprise in the mail. My buddy Lawrence sent me this uh, Superman action figure. Butt naked Superman. Really? Naked what? Superman. Did you say naked. butt naked Superman? Yeah, yep. butt naked Superman. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's one of those things I would never buy, but I'm happy to have it. So I'm definitely going to open that bad boy up and 
probably rip his head off and put it on another figure. I was, I was yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what he does to the toys that I get him. He rips their heads off and puts them somewhere else. Well, I've been thinking about how you might modify this guy, but I'm definitely going to open him up and check him out. Dirty and him then, up. Give him a wash. Since we're talking about, oh, he's got to get dirty for sure. Yeah. Hey, yo. Since hey, yo. we're talking about Flash, here are a few Flash comics from my collection. This is one where he burns himself up running too quick. Okay. Yeah. This is the third time he ever raced Superman. Oh. Is there a winner in that one? Or is it still like kind of like... Is that well, before they, they decided Flash is faster than Superman? Or they're still like they're even here? Right. No, I think in this one... I think in... I gotta go back. I haven't read this one in a while. But I think this is the one where they're racing... It's pretty close, but then Superman deviates from the race to actually save people, and the Flash is like, oh, I guess we're being heroes. This is just some random Flash team-up comic. Okay. Yeah. She-Flash. Yeah. She-Flash. And this one is not a Flash comic, but it's the first time we see the reverse Flash colors. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Who's he supposed to be? He is the who is this guy? He's un Untouchable man? unbeatable rival. I can't eat, yeah, basically. I can't even touch him, but he's got a little hammer on his chest. But you ask me, that's the reverse flash costume. I mean, literally, even look at his belt. That is you know? the reverse. I'm lightnings. Lightning bolts. <laughs> It's literally the reverse Flash before reverse Flash was a character. For those on YouTube who don't know what we're talking about, I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty much the guy. Yeah. That's him. Yeah, take the screen and show him. There's your comparison. Here's, so, our, here's the... Doo -doo -doo. Yeah, exactly. You tell me that's not the same character. That's the same character. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's the same character. <laughs> and Rich. <laughs> And rich. And so rich. Those are, those are, that's my show and tell item. Nice. Uh, I jumped the gun with mine, so I'm just going to show you what I showed you before. But for those on YouTube watching this, you haven't heard about this yet. So if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize. Jack, do a little editing thing. Probably not. Okay, here we go. <laughs> my son got me this picture frame right here with all the Legos. You guys can see it even better right now. And it says, Daddy, you are. And each Lego has something special. So, Daddy, you are stronger than the Hulk, cooler than Batman, quicker than Spider-Man, funnier than Deadpool, which is mm, true, smarter than Iron Man, definitely true, faster than the Flash, not in all things, hey, 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 uh, braver, than, <laughs> braver than Superman, tougher than Wolverine, you are my favorite superhero, lots of love, Christian. So that's dope. That, that's that's, that's for the that's very touching. Warms my cold heart, Rich. Um, okay, <laughs> that's what we got. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's been a long time since I went to the alley. Ooh, that dark, moist, humid alley. What? what? Is it set in Houston? <laughs> it's set. In the Anime Alley. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. So anyway, <laughs> this is an anime, once again, that I have not watched yet because it just came out. But I've watched everything up until this point, and that is Black Clover, the mm -hmm. uh, Sword of the Wizard King. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Now, for those who are not uh, in tune, there's three seasons of Black Clover out right now, and plus a bunch of mangas. Uh, as of right now, they are not coming out with a season four. So this movie is it. Really? So yes, this is supposed to be after season after season three, or something. Said that, that, that's what I heard in the review. But pretty much at this point, from what I'm gathering from it, someone's going to be declared, or at least I'm assuming. Right? This is me assuming right now. This is me just gathering the information. Someone might be declared the Wizard King. And as we all know, if you've been following the series, Astra and Yuna, uh, they're both uh, they're both orphans. They're kind of brothers. They're, or- they're orphan brothers. Orphan brothers? Is that a thing? I don't know. They were all been orphans. Yeah. They, were, they were abandoned um, at, at, a, at a church. And they pretty much became bro- not, not just brothers, but they became rivals. You know, kind of like... Um, I would say like a Naruto Sasuke. Okay. Right? So they kind of see each other. They see each other as family, but also rivals because they both want to be the Wizard King, the next Wizard King. So from what I'm gathering again, just picking up the information, they got to fight the, uh, well, Astra has to fight the 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 current Wizard King plus, and this is going to take me back into the Naruto, he's bringing some of the old Wizard Kings that he has to fight as well. To so fight them or to work with fight them. Mm. So it's like, hey, you want to become Wizard King? You gotta you gotta get through us. You gotta run the gauntlet. You okay. gotta run the gauntlet. That's okay. it. So I'm excited to see when I get a little bit of time, I'm gonna sit down and watch it. Nice hour and uh 30 minutes or so. And uh I recommend everyone to watch it. I'm I'm hearing great I had to, I had to look at the reviews on it because you know, sometimes they'll put out the last thing of something that will just be trash. Mm-hmm. Right? Like They'll put out like a, a horrible season or something, but I'm hearing great things about it. And so. Black Clover, the ones that came up before this, is that a must watch for you? Is that a what you're doing with your life if you've never seen Black Clover? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh wait. yeah, okay. They're good stuff. It's it's good. It's good animation. And man, I'm, I I I thoroughly enjoy it. I think I, everyone should should watch it. What's the one you were talking about last week? Not the one that you were going to check out, but the one that you kept going back to. Hell's Paradise? Yeah. Oh, Hell's Paradise? Yeah. yeah I got I, I'm going to jump into that. I'm going to jump into that, and then maybe I'll start Black Clover. But the way you've been talking about Hell's Paradise, you were supposed to talk about it last week. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. So, but uh, I, I even the, the the one that I, I looked at uh, that I talked about last week, I started watching as well. And it's pretty much like just like a, it's like a Black Clover with Harry Potter, like I, I described it. Do we have to watch that one? Uh, let me get a few more episodes and I'll let you know. Wow, it's, it, it, it's, it's entertaining right now. It's entertaining right now. Like I'm, I'm like maybe like three episodes in. You're having a good time, but you can't like. I'm not going to tell the rest of us to watch it. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Nice. I mean, like I said before, I mean exactly how I described it before. Exactly what's going on, my man is just super strong. And he's literally beating magic into submission. And everyone's kind of just like befuddled. Like, how is he doing that? What spell is he casting? How did he defeat that most powerful uh, uh, summon type of stuff? I'm like, it's, uh, it's pretty entertaining right now. I got to jump back into some. And, it's, and it also gives me, what is it? Uh, it gives me um, One Punch Man, how he's kind of like aloof from what's going on around him. Oh, yeah. Like so unaware like, of how strong he is. He just right. kind of does it so easy. He's right. like, it's the big deal. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Well done, Rich. Well freaking done. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. Guys, so as we know, Stranger Things is wrapping up with its season five. 
and you got to get as 80s as you can get. And what's more 80s than bringing Linda freaking Hamilton, Terminator herself, on to this? Not She's not the Terminator, but you know what I'm saying, into the series. Uh, This is pretty cool. We don't know who she's going to play, but Sarah Connor herself is going to join the Stranger Things. Sarah Connor? Sarah freaking Connor. They're bringing on Sarah Connor. Mm -hmm. No. No. Linda Hamilton played Sarah Connor in Uh, Terminator. bringing on Linda Hamilton, the actor, to play a whole new role. Right. Okay. Not, Not bring back Sarah Connor. I mean, not unless she's like just playing on like the background or on like TV or something. But why would they need to bring her in for that? They could just no, play. Lars is just being confusing. I don't know if I was being confusing until you got confused. <laughs> they confused everybody. <laughs> last, the last action. Uh, the, uh, sorry, the live action Avatar film put up his gallery. Of oh, the actors, good. they look right out the freaking cartoon. They do. Uh, you guys can go to go to IGN on Instagram, and they they put up all their pictures. But I would wow, wow, well yeah. freaking done. What are we talking about? Avatar, Avatar the yeah. Last Airbender. Yeah, they're doing the, they're doing a live action series, uh, oh, and they put Netflix? up pictures. Yeah, I want to say Netflix. Let me just double check. I mean, Netflix is the one doing all these animes now. So I mean, it yeah. seems like they're getting in that business, and it, and it looks as though the casting is spot on. Dude looks exactly like. I mean, you guys can go check on that, but I'll show you, Jack. I mean, look at this dude. Oh, yeah, he looks it's like good. right out of it. Yeah, it's wonderful casting. How about that? So we'll see, man. We'll see, and I, uh, I think it's a series, but it no, it, but it's Netflix for sure. I think it's a series. It could be a film. I'm not sure, but it's definitely Netflix. Uh, so that I'm, I, I've never seen Avatar, but that kind of makes me excited that they got the cast. You've never seen Avatar? I never. I didn't know it was. I didn't know. I didn't know that it was as mature as it was because you know it was on like Nickelodeon. I didn't think it was like for us. And then now I know it's for us, but now I can't hear from it. Took me. It took me a lot. What I like, I would watch some of it, but I I really went through it during the pandemic. I watched mm. all of that. I'm like, yo, this was dope. Why didn't I watch this when it came out? Because it felt like on the network it was on, it felt like it was just for kids. You didn't realize like, oh, this is for everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. at least for me. Um, yo, Diablo Four players, Rich. Yeah. I don't know if this. If you qualify for this, but if you're hunting some secret cow level, it doesn't exist. Yeah, everyone's looking for that. I'm, I'm just like, I'm cool. The creators have said it's not there. So just stop. Whatever you're looking for, it does not exist. Yeah, they're probably just out there slaughtering cows. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? You just that, go up. That was a, I forgot. I forgot how you uh, like. Did, I think it was like either Diablo one or two. And that's what you like. You did something, and there was like a cow level, and like all the monsters were pretty much just cows coming to kill you. And that's why, what they're looking for. Why yeah. would they have that and then not have it again? I don't know. That's a, that's the question. Like, it, that it, would be like a fan favorite thing to do. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, well, I'm definitely not playing Diablo Diablo Four anymore. You lost a customer, guys. Okay. Um, the Flash director says. <laughs> The VFX look weird on purpose. The idea, of course, is we're in the perspective of the Flash. Everything is distorted in terms of lights and textures. We enter this water world, which is basically being in Barry's POV. It was part of the design. So if it looks a little weird, that was intended. I can rock with that part, but what about the rest of the movie? 
We'll get yep. there. We'll get yeah. there. I wish we'll you didn't say there. that because now all <laughs> I want to do is talk about the CGI. That we'll film was. Hey, man. Hey, man. Chris, 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 what up? St. Vickers in the house. What up, what up, hey. what up? What's going on, Chris? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Like, no one else got an applause, Rich. What you talking about? You, he gets you, an no applause for you got, being late. You got wait, super wait, excited that he wait, got here. What are you talking I'm about? Just, I'm just getting him hyped for the audience, but, like, he gets an applause for... First of all, why you got my name? I just realized that now. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> for those listening on the podcast, we have names for this YouTube, and I am Rich the Critical One right now. I'm gonna have to change that. You know, I'm not gonna change that. Just for just for that crap, Rich. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay this way. Uh, how are you, Chris? How are you doing? Good. How is your week? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? What's going uh, on? Watching a little bit of Black Mirror. Uh uh-huh. Okay. So Joan is awful. Pretty good. She's awful. Joan um, was awful. Joan's terrible. 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 Um, and okay. that's about it. Been traveling a lot, so I've been reading or watching. That much, yeah. Okay, okay. And how's Father's Day? Happy Father's Day! Thank you, thank you, Father's Father's Day. Day. you too. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Yeah, thank yeah. We had a family thing, and just got back, and want to jump in. Then want to miss talking about the Flash. See you wearing your uh your lime green polo shirt, you so know, we know that trying to, look, you, trying to look nice for the family and stuff. Nice you know? for the family. Yeah, <laughs> and my Flash shirt, my Flash T-shirt is dirty because I rocked it yesterday during a. The during the Flash movie, yes, sir. People don't dress up; they look at you funny. But I don't care. <laughs> this big black man's in the Flash T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Do with themselves. Well, we're on the news. Next up in the news, man, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has been banned in the United uh, Arab um, Emirates. Yeah, because of um, the uh, the. Uh, is it the tra- the transgender flag, the trans flag? I thought that was just that was just a rumor. That's not something that's canon yeah. or something. That's- no, no, not that she is trans, but she does have like a, a trans flag in support in her room in the background where you can barely see it in the uh, corner. The one that they had to zoom in on a still shot to show it to just you? to see it. Okay. Why this whole film is banned? Yeah. Hey, run what, your. What was the last film they banned? Didn't they ban something? They banned else everything. Recently? And good for them. There's something to be said about consistency. Well, yeah. hey, man. Uh, yo, whether you liked him or not, I liked him a lot. The Flash director, Andy Muschietti, is set to direct the next Batman film, Batman the Brave and the Bold. That's where we're going to see Batman and Robin Damian Wayne. So he's on board oh. to direct that bad boy. I mean, I know we're going to get into it in the, in the main event. But that first Batman scene felt very comic booky. It gave me the comic book feel. It felt like I was watching the Justice League animated series. It did. It did. Even even though he had no business being outside in the day. But I can I can rock with man. I feel like after a while in Gotham, criminals will just be like, let's just do crime during the day. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. show up. So I feel like after 20 years, Batman would have to come outside yeah. during the day. It's it time do- for the main event. It's not Jack. No. Stop it. We're talking about this director. And I mean, you saw him do the it, the it series. He killed the it series. This guy is great. He's great. And it just really comes down to James Gunn and the tone. For the Batman films, yeah, I'm interested to see which direction they're going in because Pattinson's going to be that dark, broody, sort of realistic one. We don't need two of those. So I'm curious to see what uh, what how's that going to shape up. 
Mortal Kombat 2, the movie, is coming out, and they've cast a lot of their char- new characters. A lot of them we're not going to know by name, but one real interesting casting is Carl Urban as Johnny Cage. Carl yeah. Urban, of course, you know him as uh, uh, freaking the boy Butcher, Billy the Butcher on The Boys playing Johnny Cage. Um, is there actually Mortal Kombat in this Mortal Kombat movie? Or uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? But we're gonna have Jade in there. We're gonna have uh, Melina in there. We're gonna have. I want to say Katana's in there as well. Liu Kang, maybe. Liu Kang. Kang is probably in there. But it's probably gonna be that guy. <laughs> it's gonna be the lead. Cole. Uh, uh, Cole. Lewis Tan. Under Armour. Armour. Under or, Armour guy. Yeah. Or they course corrected. Or they course corrected. Um, I don't know. That movie was so good in the first fifteen minutes, and then it just completely fell apart and never it turned had into a different yeah. movie. Oh man! Um, and this is not a spoiler alert, but for those of you going into the next Indiana Jones, hoping to see Short Round, he's not in it. So yeah. don't plan to see it. Don't hope for a cameo. He is not making a cameo. Yeah. Well, it's keep in mind uh, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once hadn't happened yet. That is very true. If it did, it'd be a cameo. It'd be different, yeah. But still, they could always done a reshoot, (laughs) or at least shot an extra thing. But it would have been great to get him in there. For me, Temple of Doom is that's the Indiana Jones I grew up on until I saw, of course, the Last Crusade. I I didn't even see Raiders of Lost Ark till later. I thought Temple of Doom was like the first one. It always came on HBO. It was always the one on TV. That's the one I would always watch. The writers' strike making it so Daredevil and the Penguin are on hold until the strike ends. Hey, so, yo, how about that? Which means but, we're not going to get. But the directors have already found resolution. No, they opted not to go on strike. Yeah, they got right. the directors they, got they a resolved deal. it before it happened. Yeah. What about the actors? The actors going to no. go on strike? Depending, uh, pending on the deal. But basically, the vote is. If the deal doesn't work out, they're going on strike, which is unusual. Actors don't really do this. Uh, but if the actors go on strike, Jack, I think you said this last week, it's just going to... I think that's what the studios and networks are waiting for. <laughs> just Yeah. They're like, we'll let the writers hang in the wind for two months, see what the actors want, and then kind of pull it together. Because uh, they're going to run out of programming. And directly, I mean, it is what it is. But So Daredevil and the Ping will most likely be pushback on their release dates if things don't get fixed soon. James Gunn explains how the DCU will differ from the MCU. He did a podcast with uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor on Smallville. It's a wonderful podcast called Inside of You. After listening to this podcast, hey, go yo. check out that podcast. I Not like Transformers. Get... No, but it... <laughs> and he says it. He's like, today we're getting inside James Gunn. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, hey. He says, if you look at the MCU, they're very... There, there are very few traditional superheroes. That was never, there was never a guy with a secret identity until Spider-Man showed up in the MCU. But there is a bit more fantasy element to the DCU because these are larger-than-life superheroes. And for me, there's a Superman and a Clark Kent. They're two different characters. You have to find a way to deal with them and ground them. And he's kind of right. When you look at the MCU, it's more like these awesome adventures. But like... You don't have to wear costumes. You don't have a secret identity. You right. don't have to do any of the things that we like from the comics. You guys kind of just... Iron Man's suit is practical. It's not hiding an identity. Whereas DC still has 
dual identities and stuff like that. Well, it's almost even three identities when you think about it. It's Batman's, depending on what canon you're reading, Batman's mm-hmm. either Batman or Batman's persona. Bruce Wayne is definitely persona, but then there's the guy in the Batcave, and that's that's ground zero. Superman, it's Superman's persona. Clark Kent's a persona, but it's, you know, Clark Kell in Kansas, that's ground zero. You know, right. so there's almost three. I would say definitely three. Well, we'll 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 see what he picks from, but uh, I can see. Well, we'll get into it as we get into the flash of of how a restart affects a movie. <laughs> Are you dying to go see a movie when you know it doesn't actually matter in the connected universe that they were trying to build? How does that work? I think Let's- DC's been most successful when it when they it 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 wasn't like that. They have their standalone movies. It doesn't make that's when they're, that's when, they're, when they have then they've had their best movies. You're right. When they've been kind of standalones. So right now, this is all cleaning up because that was never Zack Snyder's intention. His intention was never to create a connective unit. He was doing Man of Steel. He wanted to do his own version, but he was never trying to like mount the Justice League. That was something that came over from up top because MCU was doing so well. And right now, we've been kind of struggling with whatever that mess is for the last like eight years dealing like, you know, and some movies are great. Some aren't, but the universe have never connected. So hopefully, and James Gunn is making a connected universe, but he's not trying to get to the justice league movie. Like he didn't put a justice league movie in, in his canon. He's like, no, these are all movies focusing on these characters in the same world. And I guess when the time feels right, you'll see them come together. But until then he's not focusing on that. So, We'll see, man. We'll see. On that, Peacemaker Season 2 will not come out until he's done with Superman Legacy. So probably not going to see Peacemaker until like 2026. It's a shame. But yeah. Waller, this series, will be out before then. And he might, he most likely, I think, will make an appearance in the Amanda Waller series. Yeah. So we'll get that at least. And last but not least, John Romita Sr. passed away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was uh, born in 1930, passed away 2023. For those who aren't aware of him, he is this, I mean, he's the co-creator of Wolverine, the Punisher, Mary Jane. Uh, he has, I mean, pretty much Spider-Man's look yep. from like the 70s that pretty much cemented what you think of Spider-Man, that, you know, that iconic Spider-Man no more. That is an expensive comic book. Dude, that's all him, dude. And even like that look of Luke Cage in the 70s. Oh, yeah. yeah. This dude created a legacy that we're still tapping into. So cheers to you, sir. And that's the news. Uh, well, actually, Ooh, there, might, there might be one bit of news you forgot. Ooh, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on. Oh, Netflix dropped their first look at the One Piece series. My bad, Jack. You are right. The trailer dropped. Trailer what do dropped. you think? Jack, you're the One Piece guy. You are a One Piece expert, sir. You are a One Piece of... all right if i'm being honest i i have enjoyed the one piece series with uh subs not dubs and that's because i normally couldn't get into the english voice acting of the series it was it was like off-putting for me so i always watched it subbed I watched the trailer three times because the first time I felt the same way. I'm not used to the characters being in English, and it mm. felt a little uh, off to me when I watched it for the first time. I watched it two other times, and I actually was kind of into it. it. I think it looks pretty good, 
I think the casting looks pretty good, you know, to see him in costume. It looks like there's there's no expense being spared, you know. Yeah. It's like they they the money looks like it's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really to me, it's going to come down to have they actually managed to capture the heartbeat of the story and the characters. And if the answer is yes, then it's probably going to be a pretty fun ride, pretty good series. And if the answer is no, and it starts feeling played at, then you know there's you'll know more watching the first episode than you will watching a dozen trailers. Well, it's tough, man, because. It's anime is big. I'm not saying anime is not big, but I still think it's pretty niche when it comes to like the casual American viewer. Yeah. And if, yeah, you, yeah, add, yeah. if you ask me, Cowboy Bebop, yeah, like, I don't think you get a better adaption, man. man. But it's yeah. so, but it's expensive. It's on yep. Netflix, and if yep. people aren't running to it, if it doesn't make sense to, if it's not bringing in new subscribers, they don't care if the already subscribers watch it. It needs to bring in new money. Yeah. If it does, doesn't do that, it's going to get canned, good or bad. These are, mm-hmm. I mean, that, and that's the thing about anime. Anime is such a fantastical world in most cases. It requires a budget behind it. And it's almost impossible to continue to su- support content that's depleting a company's bank account if it's not bringing in the revenue and streams, mm-hmm. you know? And so then, it's like, and then you split the fan base. Half of the fan base is like, you just did it just like the anime. The other half of the fan base is like, if you do do things that are different, why did you do it crazy. different? Yeah. It should be just like the anime. <laughs> so it's, it's like, you're splitting them in half. Cause Cowboy Bebop, the main complaint was it wasn't different enough. I guarantee you, if they made that thing different, you would have got complaints that it. Why is it different? Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It was great. But, I love it. But man, I love I, it. I'll tell you this though: I'm super stoked that Netflix is doing all these live action animes because it puts us one step closer to maybe someday having a live action bizarre. Sailor Moon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Thought we were on the same page there. Jack, that needs to be on HBO, bro. Yeah. I know it does, but I'd take the content over not having the content. I mean, for example, Witcher's not bad. Season no. one, Witcher's not bad. It's not bad. It's not Game of Thrones. Yeah, but neither is House of Dragons. That's true. But it's got Game of Thrones money. I guess Berserk doesn't need a lot of money. Not in the beginning. But it does need an R rating. Oh, you'll get that on Netflix or HBO. That's fine. Yeah, it's just gotta be... It's got... It needs that texture. One thing HBO does tend to get right is texture. And and I I figured it out. When Jack says texture, he just really means dirty. (laughs) (laughs) It just means dirty. (laughs) He likes the grimy and gritty. Just like, don't wash your clothes for a few days. Literally, texture. (laughs) I would love to see it. I would love to see that, man. Uh, Rich, you just sent us some link. Some Mondo Toys Deluxe Skeletor freaking figure. Bro, it looks dope. Now, Mondo has been dropping these He-Man Skeletors, I want to say, like 12-inch figures. Almost. Yeah, the 12, 12 inches, yeah. These are like 260 a piece, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. they're pretty, they're pretty pricey. But look at that. Look at everything that it comes with. It has no, so much texture. It is. No, <laughs> it does. I mean, look at it. This thing is, this thing is crazy. Look at that. The it's, issue with- The size is very intimidating. That's what look she at, said. Look at 
But uh, what's crazy go. about the Mondo is the He-Man that came out had mad QC issues. Mm. And, you know, you, you spend 260, you're waiting months for this to arrive, and, like, the arm falls off. Oh. So hopefully they got their Q, QC issues. But, yes, this Skeletor is crazy. This Skeletor is crazy. Speaking of toys, mm-hmm. hot toys. Did you guys see that? You know in the Flash movie when Bat, when Bruce Wayne... Spoiler alert. ...opens the freaking library, you see all the suits he would have worn through the years? Yep. Yeah. There's a hot toys display of all of that. Yeah. All the suits... And then the primary bat suit in the middle. It looks sick. That thing's probably gonna be like two thousand dollars. Cause each figure's like over a hundred. Right. Maybe a thousand. I'm 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 doing the most, but yeah. But uh that's the news. And that was the news. Stop laughing, Rich. I wasn't laughing. Jack, wipe that smile off your face. Yo! Chris, turn that smile upside down. It's time for a debate. <laughs> Let's get it. Ready to rumble. Rich has a whole board now, Chris. That's I don't it. like I'm it. Not, I'm loving I, it. I don't like it. Got a it. whole board with four buttons. Four buttons. That's all yeah. I got. <laughs> uh, inspired by the Flash movie, if you can go back in time, like in the Flash, and attempt to change a moment in time that would affect a comic book, video game, or sci-fi related movie, TV show, franchise, or specific content, what would you change and why? How would you do it? And what might be something positive? And what are some of the positive and negative side effects from altering the timeline? Specifically, you are in your real world self. So it's not like you're in the movie going to sell Barry, don't do it. You would go to Andy, the director, and like put air in his tires on the way to his meeting with Warner Brothers. He never gets there. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, this is an easy one. Okay, oh. <laughs> is it? Oh, it's an easy one. <laughs> I don't because I'm go ahead. Uh, so I would go and tell the guys who are the showrunners for Game of Thrones, you guys are not going to do Star Wars. There's no need for you guys to leave Game of Thrones. Don't rush the last season. Don't lead Roy Jenkins this thing. Don't just relax. So I got a, I got a question for that. So you, you you're gonna DM them on Instagram. How are you? How are you yeah, contacting? How, how them? do you pull this off? Like, what do you? How are you? How are you communicating this? You know what? I, mean, I don't know. I'm just, I, look. This it, whole, this whole if thing. Time travel. I'm sure uh, I can find a convincing way. No, no. You gotta right? explain. Part of it is you gotta tell us how you pull it off, man. Well, I'm sure. So, for, here's what I have to do. I have to travel back in time to a few different moments that where they were by themselves, like lifetime moments. So I could tell them, hey, remember when you were five and this happened? I was there. Remember when you were five and this happened? I was there. Remember when you were eight and this happened? All of a sudden, like, how could you know this? No one can know this. Yes, now I built their trust. And now listen to me. How are now, you meeting them wait, in wait, the wait, first wait. place? Time out, time out. So your whole thing is stalking them? <laughs> I was like, throughout time. I'm going to go to that time when he was in the bathroom by himself. Well, man, just like, or maybe I can find something blackmail them. I don't know. Be like, listen, you guys aren't going to end Game of Thrones the way it is. It's going to go for another five or six seasons. But how, let... how do you meet them? <laughs> I, mean, I can yeah. say, I can just say, hey, I'm going to go tell George Lucas don't make those prequel, but like, what am I knocking on his door? Or am I calling his? How I mean, do if I, I can time travel? Can I just appear in their house? Uh, time yes, travel is not my... teleportation. 
Technically, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> Teleportation is the ability to go. It's it's more location based. If you time travel, that don't mean you're just gonna appear in my bathroom while I'm you know taking a shower. So do I have no control? Do I have no control of where I appear? Yes, you would. What we're spoiler alert. I mean, not spoiler alert, but we're taking it off of the principle of the flash. So if you could go back in time, like, so I'm gonna be like this. He didn't just appear. You're right. All right, so yeah, wait. Yes, you have super speed. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, but that's that's exactly how you run at super speed, like this. Uh-huh. Right. All right. Hang on, though. So and then when you're going back in time, you're literally running backwards. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. How, that, how that? I like you're that. running. You're running. Well, well I like that. Spoil. We'll get to that. But we're so we didn't want a guy running around in a red suit. You want to start applying real world logic to this thing? <laughs> so my question is this: One, you failed to miss the first part of the question. Mm-hmm. And then the second two parts of the question are what would the positive and negative outcomes potentially be? Positive outcomes is we have more Game of Thrones. Negative outcomes, nothing. So wait, wait, wait. (laughs) So you're telling them don't do Star Wars. No, no. They they, they, they were supposed to do Star Wars. Right. And they rushed Game of Thrones to do Star Wars. Did they do Star Wars? And they ended up not doing Star Wars. They still get paid. But um, but that, how, how does that benefit me? It's all about MP, my so, enjoyment. So when you convince them, don't do the Star Wars deal because you're not going to finish what you're going to finish. But we already got the check. I know, but Game of Thrones was rushed. But we still got paid for that too. So <laughs> you messing with their money, Chris. I'm actually giving yeah. them more money because now you could now you have leverage to go back to HBO. Like, hey, look. Maybe, maybe we have this time traveling friend. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't, obviously it's part of the time travel rules. You can't tell them about me, but you know, HBO. Maybe you're right at what you were saying. Maybe we should not rush Game of Thrones, and then you can get the you can get another check from Game of Thrones. I don't know about this. Uh, I think all right. So let's see what, what do you guys got? What do you guys got? Let me hear you, Jack. Yeah, Rich, you over there I, laughing? I got nothing good. I was going to say, go go to the developers of freaking Cyberpunk and somehow convince them not to f it up. But I have I no idea. How, you, how do you? Do I that? I don't strap a bomb to my chest. Like, hey, <laughs> let's make this happen. <laughs> The positive. Don't, don't you think if if someone appeared just in like laser beams and, and lightning bolts, it'll give you some shred of credibility? Right, right. Or mass yeah. hysteria, and they wind up doing nothing, and they go crazy. No, they're not going to do nothing. Nah. Like, listen, this yeah. this is the future of this game. If you don't get this right, right now, it's going to be horrible. You're going to have a horrible release, horrible reviews. No one's going to touch it for so, like the first so would, year. So what would you tell them specifically? Because they put out something hoping that it did work. So they're not going no, out their way they, to make it not work. They definitely they definitely rushed that joint. I don't even know how they rushed it because they had years to do it. So if it was intentional, then what they, can you tell them that's going to change their mind if it was intentional? You'll get, if it like, wasn't intentional. Hire, hire like a couple more people. Fix the bugs. Get some testers. I think I'll be a tester. I'll go back in time to be a tester. But the testers work have out no them bugs. Power. You would need to, for your plan to potentially work, Rich, you would need to find a way to bring awareness to the problem for them that their thinking is maybe not a problem. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for telling me that now. I will save horrible reviews and videos on my phone, on my future device, and bring it back to them. And like, hey, check this out. iPhone 14. You guys don't have that yet, 
But look at your reviews for this game. It's horrible. You, I think they'd be mesmerized. The They're like, you have all the power in the world. And you're using your time travel abilities. <laughs> yeah, right? To be like, well, this, this video is yes. I'm answering the debate question. I'm answering, exactly. <laughs> I was why. told I was told about a debate question. This is what I chose to do. They're be like, grateful. What? <laughs> What's some of the positives and negatives? Uh, it positive. is positives. Oh, Chris, positive and the negatives. Because time travel, there's always a negative butterfly. I mean, effect. I guess whatever project they worked on after Game of Thrones wouldn't be developed, but I don't know what project they worked on. So it'd be probably negative for some fan base that I'm not a part of. But if it doesn't affect <laughs> me, then I don't care. So. <laughs> okay. I'm rich. Positive is that we get a great game right at release, right out the gate. No problems. Negatives? I'll probably have to crack a jaw because I want to take my iPhone 14. Just saying. You have an iPhone 14? No, I don't. Well, it's the future. <laughs> it's the future. You can have an iPhone 14. We're in the future. We're in the present. Please tell me he went to, so he went to the future. He had an iPhone 14 just to record video. Is, we there, is there not an iPhone 14 right now? That's, that's, the latest, that's the latest iPhone out right now. But I'm 14. sure whatever iPhone you have right now works fine. Nah, get that 14. Get that new new. You know what I'm saying? On the next, on the next episode of Mediocre Time Travelers, what do you got, Jack? <laughs> um, uh, what, what would I do? I would travel back. No, no, hold on, hold on. Lawrence goes first because this is Jack's question. So you know he thought about this for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like he had this on his head for like a year. He was like, "Man, if I can go back in time, how do I stop Zack Snyder?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, oh, this actually, is, uh, this is what I do. Let me tell you what I do. What I'm gonna do is really. Grimy. I'm going to go back in time to 1998. I'm like 16 years old. I'm going to go to myself and say, Lawrence, here's a book of Game of Thrones. Here's all these awesome comics that haven't come out yet. Here's all these awesome movie scripts that haven't came out yet. Wait a minute. Write them first. (laughs) Wait a minute. Put them out. Put them out. Just write like fan fiction. You're just writing all these dope essays. <laughs> Is this what we can do? I will come back to the present as a Hollywood executive. <laughs> nah, I want to redo on this one. If we do, if said, we change the times like this, then that I'm, was... I I've changed movies, television, and comic books, and I've just put my name on it. Jack says, wow. "What would you attempt to change?" My credit. <laughs> oh, my bank. I gotta give it. <laughs> I want to change my bank account. I will come back to the present as a multi-billionaire that's created Game of Thrones, <laughs> has created all these TV shows, and probably have like all these superhero movies under my belt. Because I saw it. It's as if he saw it coming. Okay. Know? Now, what are the positive negatives? Well, the positives is that I'm filthy rich and control a multi-billion-dollar <laughs> empire. The negatives is we probably don't do this podcast. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this though. You went back to how old were you? About 16, 17. So then devil's advocate. This might be a negative or I don't know, but so does that mean you never go to purchase for school, which means you never meet uh, Shay, which means you never get married oh, or have Christian as a child? Wow. Is that a negative? Oh, man. And if you could undo it, would you give it back to have your family? Let me tell you something. I've learned from all these movies that canon events are fixed. (laughs) (laughs) And if it's not a canon event, (laughs) (laughs) good answer. Good answer. Uh, If it's not fate, 
Oh. If it's fate, then I'll see you down the road. If it's not, yeah, I'm, I traded I'm, for I'm a billion. billion. I for a billion in power. Wow. Okay. All right. I'll fix your game while I'm back there, Rich. I give myself yeah, do a that and, and tell me to buy Bitcoin when in nine years. Yeah, when Bitcoin was. Free. Oh, all those things. <laughs> like here's everything. Just it's basically don't... Back to the Future too. That's what you're doing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, but a sports almanac is so one-sided. You could have just got a lot of information. I mean, yeah, but he was on a he was on he was he was on a rush job. Because here's the thing: like, I'm not giving my younger self the tools to like gamble or steal. I'm like, you have to. Yes, we're stealing content, but everybody steals content. But you still have to write the script. I given you the material. Now you have to write it. Now you have to like interpret it. Because if he can't figure out how to do that, then he'll never have an empire. He'll make something that's great, and it'll be taken from him years later. So, so I'm going to give you... You're entrusting yourself to have the imagination to, to drop some gems like Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. You got that I'm, much confidence I'm, in young young Lawrence? I'm like, he got me here? I feel like it's a little like pushing in the right direction, or... I come back to the present and I'm on the streets talking about I got these cheeseburgers. But either way, <laughs> I'm going to take the risk, Rich. <laughs> All right. And we're, like, man, and we're best friends dude that look like me. He's like, wait a minute. Rich, uh-huh. we know each other back then. We did, yes. Chris, yeah. we might all be part of the empire. It's true. And then I see Jack's headshot fly across my desk and the cannon event hits. I feel like I'm supposed to work with this guy. Yeah, give him Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Olsen series. I've been a live action Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen series. <laughs> For some reason, my future self told me invest in a Jimmy Olsen series. Maybe this is it. It was me. I wasn't a cast Leonardo DiCaprio, but but my future self told me this is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jack, you're up. <sighs> All right. Uh, I would travel back in time to May 27th, 1995. Mm. And I would do two things. I would let Christopher Reeves' horse Bucky out of his cage. So he went missing during the night. And Christopher Reeves has... Actually, he was allergic to horses. So he took allergy medicine so he could ride. And I would... Uh, dispose of all his allergy medicines. So two things would happen that morning. He'd be wickedly attacked by allergies upon arriving at the competition and his horse would be missing for the day. So he'd be unable to compete. Mm -hmm. The positive of that for me is Christopher Reeves by this time would probably be stepping into the role of Superman again because he loved the role of Superman. To him, it wasn't a stain on his career. It was one of the best things he'd ever done. He talks about that extensively in interviews and stuff. And so we'd probably have a kingdom come Superman, and we'd probably have some really cool content. Would we, though, Jack? No, I think we would. I think I think him stepping into Superman this Superman 4 was so bad. The Superman 4 was. Canon Films lost so much money. Yes, yes. I'm not would saying not have had a I'm not, Superman. I'm not saying there would have been a Superman five. That's not what I'm saying. Superman four probably was the end of that. And if you look at what happened after his career after Superman five, he went on to do a series of more dramatic stuff. Um, right. And it wasn't because he was trying to get away from Superman. It was more just 
that had kind of played out. And so he was transitioning. But look at Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. I think we'd have that with Christopher Reeves. Now you mean? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, thought I, mean, you meant, I thought you meant more like no, no, 15 no, no. years ago. Like, no, okay, no, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Subsequently, Christopher Reeves. Now, here are some positive and negative things that I think would also be affected by changing that moment in history. Christopher Reeves went to school with Rob Williams and they were best friends. Rob Williams might have had that support system and it might have been the phone call to end that that action with Robin. Hmm. I mean, so they still were friends. Been, oh, no, Christopher Reeves was 10 time. years. Christopher Reeves was 10 years dead at that point. Uh-huh. Right. So the whole history of events that followed might have altered butterfly effect. And then I started thinking, How do I get what are the Zack negative Snyder? ramifications? How do I get rid of Zack Snyder? This is the long game. Yeah. Okay. This is the long game. Well, it would have too. Probably would have. But here's the here's the here's the negative caveat that would probably send me back to May 27th, 1995 to stop myself from changing time in the first place. Okay. The negative thing would be after Christopher Reeves injury, he did more for this, the disabled community and the time he was a part of the disabled community than probably a hundred years without him would have done. He did more for stem cell research. He did more for um, insurance. Uh, he, he became the face of this thing. It didn't define him as a person, but it pointed him in a different direction where before he was career oriented and he still acted and directed after everything, but he became such a positive force for bringing awareness to something that otherwise was easy to be ignored. Like he even helped change legislation as far as it pertained to that, you know, uh, disabilities and stuff. So when looking at all the positive things that actually happened from this guy's tragic event, it would almost be more negative to go back and undo it. Outside of him having a longer, healthier life, all the other stuff are kind of what ifs. Maybe he would be in a Superman movie. Maybe he would have called Robin Wood. Like, like all those are just very strong what ifs. We like you don't know if he'll ever do Superman again just because he'd be alive to do it. But what we do know is he would have had a longer, healthier life. We don't know how that would impact the content. Uh, so yeah. It's I won. Paradox, though. I, what do you mean you won? I, I yeah, won. You, you definitely made a paradox for yourself, but uh, <laughs> Lawrence did win. I'm, I'm about to give, give me the you applause. I'm the only one who actually answered the question. I answered the question. <laughs> this debate is going to no, Jack, what you said is great. It's just there's too many what ifs. Like they, that's a strong maybe they'll do Kingdom Come. We know that Christopher Reeves made cameos on Smallville, so we know that he he was never anti Superman. By the time we get to the geeky culture that will bring someone back, we probably won't still won't be doing Kingdom Come. Maybe Dang. not, but but we definitely. I would be super surprised if he wasn't maybe hypothetically speaking, a cameo in one of these multiverse movies. You'd have had him back. Can you always work for a cameo? 
<laughs> you do all that work for five minutes of screen time? I would. I would. Yeah. Selfishly, I would. Right? Okay. Unselfishly, I'd have to undo my selfish actions, though. Because the other thing is, when I conceptualized this answer, it was so easy for me. I was like, I go back and I'll, I'll not let this event happen. And then I started deep diving. And I don't even know that I believe he would want the event undone. He talks about how that you talk about canon events like that might be the canon event that actually put him in a position to do the most good in the world and so i don't even know that i think he would choose to have it undone interesting i mean i think a guy like that who does so much good you play with the the cards you're dealt with there's no point sitting around and imagining what if it never happened it did so like how are you going to live your life right you know but if you were to ask him, would you like to hold your wife again? Would you like to hold your grandchild again? You know, but he probably is not the kind of guy who sits around and what ifs. If he was, he wouldn't have been able to do all the stuff he did. It's an interesting thing. You know, may we do as much with our lives as he did with his. Yep. I think that's the point of it all. Oh, and yeah. It'd be easier for me to do so when I'm filthy rich and running multi-studios. <laughs> <laughs> so beat like me up, Scotty. I would like to go back and invest in Bitcoin, and then I would make CD Project Red, and therefore making a better cyberpunk game and other games as well. Rich man, go! Don't even do that. Go back before that. If you trust your younger self, it's tell them like, listen, all this stuff you're learning, like honestly, learn how to code. What's coding? Oh my God! How much time do I have? Learning how to code. I'm like, no. Here's here's a list of stocks. Here are a list of cryptos. These are the days you need to invest. These are the days you, you need, need to pull get out. out. He's yep. gonna be like, how do I do it? Get on the computer. We're Go to YouTube. I'm telling you, there's no YouTube. There's YouTube. Wait, how far are you going back? For this? Going back to like like 99 bare minimum. Yeah, like 2000s. Yeah. Early 2000s? I, would, I would love to see early 2000s rich. I would love to see you two look at each other. It'd be like a weird moment. It would. It would. I would definitely be like, yo, where'd your hair go? I'm like, yo, shut up. Focus. <laughs> Focus. You'd be like the other Barry, just like talking about all this. Stuff. Oh, man. But great debate. Good question, Jack. Great freaking question. But now it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. Today, we're talking about the long-awaited, all the speed bumps on the way. Pushback, pushback, new director, new director, rewritten, rewritten to finally come to The Flash. I'm going to read this spoiler-free synopsis. We'll give our spoiler-free thoughts, and then we'll do our deep freaking dive. Okay, right from IMDb. Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. Marty! That's actually not accurate. <laughs> at all, but it's fine. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not accurate at all, actually. It's, it's fine. Okay. I'll say, I said, Barry. Uses super speed to change the events in the past to save his mom. You get that in the trailers. And in doing so, creates an alternate timeline in which he now has to save the world. That's, that's far more accurate. Thank you, Jack. I love this thing. I love this thing. 
it's not flawless. It's not across the Spider Verse to me, as far as the multiverse comparing films. But I mean, this thing for me as a DC Comics fan, as a Justice League animated series fan, I'm like, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. Like, I've been waiting for this to be the jumping off point. This is the template. Now, when you go with further movies, like perfect this. I feel like if they started with this kind of tone, this type of thing, we would be it would be better. I get what Snyder was doing with the whole darker stuff, trying to separate from the MCU. But this managed to be fun, light, action-packed, but still very different than Marvel. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to see it again. I'm Batman. What are we doing here? What are we freaking doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here, Rich? It's it's a uh, uh, spoiler free, right? Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a fun watch. It was too long for what it was. You're getting old, bro. You say that about everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everything. Everything's too long. Everything's too long. Every movie would be 45 minutes long. Man, listen. <laughs> did you fall asleep? I didn't. I did not. That's something. I didn't have to go to the bathroom. Well, that's you yeah, left? That, I, yeah, I, I, I left at a, I left at a, when did I leave at? I left uh, right before the fight with Zod. Right before the climax, <laughs> yeah. So I, so I came back. I came back, and not like kind of, kind of at the beginning of, of that. Yeah. So I guess well, there was like a transition when they got there. Actually, no, there was a transition when they got there, and I missed that part. Oh, I had to use a bathroom during Across the Spider Verse. It was getting old. I went during the speech at the barbecue. I said, I feel like I know where this speech is going. Uh, <laughs> I can run out and come back. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, Jack. I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed I enjoyed the movie so much. In the beginning of the film, I had a smile across my face. The movie I found massively inconsistent and feeling incredibly cheap story-wise and visually-wise in certain moments. And the, the end of it, not to give anything away, just was, uh, in my opinion, massively undercooked. It was like total missed opportunity for what they were trying to do. So so I, so I, I do actually want to try to find time to see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I felt really kind of, I had a lot of mixed thoughts on it. I really, really enjoyed it, but I was also kind of disappointed by uh, just a handful of things about it, which we'll jump into. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, it did not dethrone... Across the spy the the Spider Man movie is best superhero movie ever, but it was it was a good time. I mean, it del- it delivered a lot. Um, I think <clears throat> the difference was we went into this with you know super 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 high expectations as kind of being the best superhero movie ever. It's great. Did we? Yeah, did I mean, we, uh, all the pre like a lot of the pre like, Tom Cruise saying when he saw it, this is like mm-hmm. you know yeah. But I thought it was great. It's a fun time, and yeah, it gave me, you know, all the Michael Keaton. Oh, baby. yeah! Come on, want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll jump in and do our deep dive. I'll do a recap, and as we do, we we'll just give commentary on the film. I want to start off by saying this, and we can keep this in mind as we're going, and think if anything comes to mind where the heads of DC slash Warner Brothers changed <laughs> after this movie was done. 
So there was a universe they were planning to still try to do that at one point when this movie was done that they're no longer doing that anymore. And I, also- want, and I wonder what things they changed in the editing room. I can imagine that the end would have been more of a cliffhanger for what's to come. And then James Gunn comes in. It's like, oh, none of that. We're wiping the slate clean. So that cliffhanger, it's not going to work anymore. So I wonder like what they had to change to fit the fact that this is definitely the definitive end of the Snyder run. Sort of. the We thought it was the end all the time, but sort of ish. Like, I guess after Aquaman, we're done with the Snyder verse. We've been saying that. We've, I'll tell you that, that you just well, said don't make sense that. That originally it was supposed to expand and bridge gaps when, and this is a spoiler, Henry? Where the F is Henry Cavill? Well, they're not going to put him in here. They, At all? I, Ever? They had him once? But they, they had him there in the, in the, they had the CGI him. CGI was there. They had his cape in an epic wide shot. No, 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 no. They had him too when he was, when he came back uh, after he was dead and he was punching. Oh, like in, oh, in, yeah, in, yeah. in the so Henry Cavill Superman does exist, but think about it. I don't listen. This is where we get into like legalities because Henry has never showed up for a cameo. Shazam, Peacemaker, like for whatever whatever deal they have with him playing Superman, either he's super expensive or he's not willing to to do something that he doesn't believe. I don't know what it is, but he like consistently doesn't show up for cameos. I don't he, know if he was. I had a cameo on Black Adam. The him and the rock got the same manager. That was a, that was a power move, bro. All right, let's jump. Let's jump. <laughs> that was a power film. move, man. <laughs> film starts with film starts with yo. We're at the beginning. He doing what I do in the morning. Try to get some coffee. Get a peanut butter and glazed peanut butter, honey, raisin. Oh, it was, it's all the carbs. Basically, we learned that Barry Allen needs to fuel his body. His body has a super metabolism. That's why he can beat. What's his face in the eating contest? That guy from One Piece, right? Yeah. Um, so he's at he's at the bakery and he gets a call from freaking Alfred. I love this part, guys, because they could have you know they could have Shazam this movie where they're like, we're not gonna draw any ties to what came before, but this is literally the first twenty minutes of this movie is Justice League Part Two. Yeah, it's how you imagine their adventures proceeded after the end of the Justice League. So Alfred says, "Bruce needs you. I'm always late. I gotta go. Bruce needs you. The guy's taking all his dear time making his food. He has to go. He turns to the Flash. He's somebody with a thing. Takes a picture. Ezra Miller. They are freaking charming. Like I I love everything about their performance. So we see Flash." He goes and he's talking to Alfred the whole way. We feel like he feels like he's the janitor of the Justice League, but we see freaking Ben Affleck as Batman. That freaking plane comes down. He pops out on the bat bike. Chris, his yeah. costume is gray and yeah. blue. It is. It is. The first time we saw a gray and blue bat costume on like live. It's not since the gray Adam and blue West. you're thinking. It's as close as we no. ever gotten it. It's, it's yeah. close. Yeah. I mean, it's got like ribbed. Right. He, he has. Extra armor, which I don't yes. like. That's motorcycle armor, Batman. Can I super it's action figure? Yeah. In can I inject that one problem I did kind of have with the Batman is in this film, you only ever see Ben Affleck's Batman during the day, whereas you only ever see Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne at night. 
he's a complicated guy. You know what? I have to say this chase was the first time I accepted seeing Batman during the day. Before this, every time I saw it in cartoons or live action, I always hated it. Here, I was like, well, they do have a bomb. You can't wait till 7 p.m., Batman. Right, he's just, right. He's just pacing like, whatever. Oh, they're going to get away. Sun go down. I felt like he had no choice. This is like I have no choice. And also felt like he had to call Barry and Wonder Woman. And Alfred goes to the long list of all the people he called before he got to Barry. We it saw feels like, And we the... saw, and he's like, you know, Barry's I like... Know. We we got Superman. Barry's like, where's Superman? Oh, he's stopping a thing. And in the news footage, we see the back of him in his cape. Very Smallville, right? We didn't really see Tom Willing in the costume, just CGI like that. And then, uh-huh. like, where's Wonder Woman? She's not picking up Can her calls. Can we talk about the CGI? Like, what is wrong with his outfit throughout the entire movie? I mean, he's he's one step removed of Ryan Reynolds in Green Lantern. That's how bad his outfit is. I tell you what it is. And I experience mm. it whenever I see Tom Holland's Spider-Man. They CGI over his costume so you don't see creases. And okay. it always looks CGI to me. Spider-Man it's... is not as wrong as this one, but like there's images where you see uh, like Ezra on set and there's creases in his costume where his joints move. But since right. they don't want it in the film, they like CGI it out and it just looks but I'm like, like a gummy. They... Like a this, gummy bear. This movie had a ton of money behind it. And, and more than a ton... Yeah, right? And more than a ton of money they had a ton of time because they yeah. i mean they had yeah. years years more than they thought they'd have to get that element right mm-hmm. they Maybe still they got I still you still got a fixed point just because you have time doesn't mean they're still going to throw millions at it and this movie it had a lot of cgi and, and and it had the kind of cgi money can't fix it's very hard to cgi humans with real humans you can do aliens like avatars with a human. You can do Thanos standing next to a human. The CGI of Chris standing next to a real life Jack, that never looks good. And we had a lot of CGI humans. Yeah. I know. You guys remember watching work. Matrix 2 when he's fighting the hundreds of Smiths? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what this CGI kind of reminded me of. It was like, yeah. it just looked like rubber. I don't think we got further enough along and we're going to notice it when we watch indiana jones and we see that de-aging where it's just not going to work in a lot of it because yeah. we're not there yet to actually see a human interacting with a fake human maybe if they're all cgi so i think at the end you know when barry's in the whole like i guess the co- that version of the cosmic treadmill where he's going back in time and he kind of sees the different worlds right in my opinion why they made that look so animated was because there's no way spoiler alert there's no massive. way you massive spoiler alert. You're never gonna be able to CGI Christopher Reeve to look super real. So it's either you make him stand out or you make everything there look consistently off. Because uh, there's I no mean, way you're gonna get that looking real. That was one of the moments that made the whole film for me feel cheap. The fact that they oh, put Reeves it. in there, the way really? they put him in there. I loved it. They brought they brought out of Weston. They made every, I loved every, it. They made everything canon. I loved no, it. But no, they actually they didn't, Chris. Because if you're gonna do that, and now we've skipped to the end of the movie. We'll, we'll, if get, you're gonna, we'll get back on track. If you're gonna do that though, then you actually have to do it. And they did not. Where's where's Ryan Reynolds? Where's every rendition no, of the Flash? No, no, you don't every, have to put in every single you have to put in everyone that ever No. If you're gonna do it, do it. What no. we had at the hang on though, what we had at the end of the movie 
was mostly just Superman stuff. Almost, almost mostly just Superman cameos with the exception of Henry. Well, we don't, we, well, we saw Henry down there already when he went back in time and we know where he is. We know what earth he's on. So we didn't need that cameo. And second, by seeing them, I now know all those other Earths exist. And this is also fan service, but also casual fan service. They don't want to see Ryan Reynolds yeah. as Green Lantern. Nobody does. No one does. Not even Ryan Reynolds wants to see Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they don't want to pay Ryan Reynolds for that. You missed my yeah. point. My point is to have done that in a way that fully capitalized on what the moment was trying to be, you almost really need to spider spider-man this thing across the spider-verse style where if you're, you're either doing everything or or it needs to be about the flash specifically and here you're watching a flash movie that at the end of the flash movie has an incredible cameo with nick cage playing a poorly cgi'd superman but it looks cool and i would watch that film but then suddenly the whole end of the movie turns into Superman cameos, and I'm a Superman fan, but I'm watching a Flash movie, and it needs to be about the Flash, and it's not. You like, where's a, where's where's uh, Grant, you know? You have a strong point. You have a very strong point, and I can't really argue your point. It was satisfying for me because, A, no one else are no, – all these other iterations are literally gods of the material. Grant Gustin Flash, 75% of your audience are going to be like, who's that? I don't watch CW. John Wesley Ship, the one season that existed back in 1991, they'll be like, who is that in the Velvet Flash costume? My point <laughs> is you're doing it, though. You're, no, you're but, doing it, do it. Or don't but do you it. can't do a big moment and have half your audience go step out of the story wondering who that is. That's, you run the risk of that. Them stopping but then, but to then think, you who also, is that? But then you can also do what they did with um Christopher Reeves or what uh, but you know kind of like what they did with the Spider-Man movie give me every iteration of the Flash and a cameo or like show it to me let me know that that because I'm watching I'm watching a Flash movie and at the end of it it's not about a Flash movie it's about cool Superman cameos which I first of all the cameos did not make up the end or the story they were just fun nods yeah, and I see what I see your point that it was heavy Superman, but like I said, you either use the most recognizable faces or you risk your audience jumping out of the story trying to figure out who the heck is that guy at the end of your film. That's a huge risk to take. Unless unless you found a way to make it matter, like this is the, and I guess that's my point. And I cannot stress I cannot stress enough how much. I was happy to see the Superman cameo stuff and so specifically uh, Nicolas Cage. I was like, this is awesome. I will watch right. this and Spider mm-hmm. looked great. And it definitely looked better today than it would have looked in the 90s. So good job, guys. But it all felt like cheap cameos for, for fan service as opposed to let me show something that's going to affect or push the story along but let me let me push back on that aren't cameos cheap for fan service isn't the purpose of cameos so like we're not looking and it's not cheap i'm a fan service me (laughs) like i've been watching this since i was a kid service me yeah like hit me where you know it's gonna hit me i mean i I was expecting that like the same way when 
when when when we had Spider-Man and we saw the people in the clouds and we saw them trying to figure out what figures were in the clouds, what cameos were in the clouds. It's the same thing. When that happens, it, it's kind of such a fan. Like I'm looking for these cameos. I'm expecting these cameos, and I'm okay. disappointed if they didn't but, give me these cameos. But let me but let me say this. Arguably the coolest cameo in this film is Nick Cage showing up as Superman. No, yeah. Yeah. But not the director me. not for me, but yeah, I, I'm with you. The director spoiled that cameo weeks before the film ever dropped. So it's like the and why? People were gonna yeah. see that movie regardless of knowing that. So why the F would the director rob the audience of that kind of excitement? How does, how does that prove your point though? It doesn't. It just it cheapens the it cheapens the overall experience a little bit. Him spoiling it definitely does. Like why? But I think I think for me at that point, especially with all the multiverse movies that came out, if they didn't do that, we'd be more disappointed if they didn't do it than if they did it and it wasn't all the way right. We'd be more mad if we didn't see something like that. You'd be pissed off if all the cameo you got was Grant Gustin and John Wesley Ship as the Flash from the nineties <laughs> and the CW. Yes, yes unless it, unless it mattered. But Unless it, but it matters somehow. It takes too much time for them well, to explain. Saying, if, if you're going to show me all these Superman cameos, where's Tom Welling? You know? But why do they all have to be there? I guess that's, that's my that, thing. Why do they all have to be there? That's my, that's, but that's the Nicholas Hammond that. played Spider-Man in the 70s. Japanese Spider-Man was in Japan that built Sentai. Like, they didn't appear in the, no, yeah. no Way Home. No, not no. But way it was home, fine. They were, they were in the cartoon, right? Right. The, but the multiverse live action movie didn't give us all the Spider Man. But they didn't try to give us all the Spider Man. They gave us three that we knew. This right. movie, this movie didn't do that either. This didn't. This movie didn't give us the things we hang our hat on. If they did, Henry Cavill would have been it. They gave us a smattering of things we had. But why? Uh, why, why would you need Henry Cavill in it when they're showing us a doorway into multiple universes? I, I don't necessarily. Right. I'm just saying it's 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 oddly it was an oddly undercooked ending for me. My oh, thing let's, was let's, let's Oh yeah, okay. You had your cameos, right? Cool, cool, cool. My thing was I was at, at first I was I was with it because it was going back in time to change the past, right? Mm-hmm. But then it turned into jumping to different earths. Like when did that transition happen? Because it was showing what was happening. The bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. Monologue. He was making a mess because the other, because super duper spoiler alert, when 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 Barry, the older version of Barry, was running for years, he was destroying the fabric of time. And right. also when our Barry did it, well, it's it's kind of um the Avengers Endgame time travel logic, which is when you go back in time and you change the past, you don't change your present, you just make an alternate timeline. Right. right. All Barry did was make an alternate timeline. And they don't even explain this that well in the Flashpoint comic. But basically, when he alters the past, he doesn't just change the past. He causes a ripple throughout time that, like, hodgepodges the events. So it's not just changing time. Like, he's merging worlds together. He, he literally, our, our, our present Barry, when he went back in time, All right. created a multiverse with that. Okay. And then future Barry, who's been doing it forever... Is yes. Now he's the one destroying all the worlds, drawing them together because he's doing it too much. Right. Because he's so we're in a time travel multiverse thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the comic book. Yeah. Which is well, the comic. 
was that the comic? Yeah. Well, I didn't read. I didn't read the comic. I I, 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 I watched the Flashpoint animated. Yeah, it was the same thing. When Barry goes back in time and changes things, and he has his mom. Superman doesn't land in Kansas. He lands in Metropolis and gets abducted by the military as a baby. You know, the Atlanteans and the Amazons are now warring against each other. Those things didn't just happen just because Barry's mom's alive. It's because he calls a ripple that kind of hodgepodge all the pieces. Right. Which happens in this movie in a different way. So, so shall we jump back ahead? So, so back to the beginning of the movie. <laughs> so basically, with we, we get a live action Justice League unlimited animated whole Absolutely. sequence right here. We got freaking Batflick on the bike. He's going after the bomb. Barry is like, I'm tired of being the janitor. Alfred tells him the hospital's going to fall apart. East Wing falls off, and it's a baby shower, man. All these babies fly so out the window. Now, this is actually absolutely ridiculous. And I loved it because I feel like the director knew it was ridiculous. So he just had a lot of fun. He thought Barry was going to catch uh, save a baby. He's like, no, I'm about to fuel up up here. I got to get faster. So yeah. I'm going to eat halfway as we're falling down and then come up with really cool ways to save these babies. They would all be dead, though. But in this movie, he saved no, them all. I, I liked how he, he gently touched gently. them. Like he yeah, very yeah. gently touched them. At supersonic speed. Yeah, because he would destroy like, them. Kill them. Yeah, yeah, he would kill them. Yeah. I mean, them. yeah, there were certain instances like at, at the end, because they saw at the end where he had the, the, the credits, and the dog was like, he bumped into the baby. I'm like, mm-hmm. that baby would have been messed up, man. That baby mm-hmm. would have been wrecked. Yeah. But anyway. But, Can I say something about this too though yeah and this is one of the one of the things that bothered me later in the film the opening scene with the babies falling from the skyline set up a rule lawrence what was the rule they set up for the flash that he has to eat thank you it's that he has a finite amount of energy and when he uses it, he has to replenish the energy level or he's toast. Very now, they true. actually set that up in the Justice League movie, too. When Barry went back in time for two seconds, he was just wrecked. He used up all his powers and had to refuel. He was starving by the mm-hmm. time he got back. Mm-hmm. And so they show that to us in the opening scene, and they do it in a way that's hysterical, but it establishes the rule. Barry has to eat. We even get a watch. We even get like a he's, symbol saying. He's, yeah. Yes, he's he's got like, the Hulk's watch that tells him to basically chill your heart rate out. Now, by the end of the film, though, jumping to the end of the film though again, that rule not only goes completely out the door, it becomes obsolete. And he's going back in time and then in time and then back in time again. And the other Flash, who's like crazy Flash, Spoiler alert, has been doing it forever. And yeah. so where's the logic of this? You set up a rule. I love it. So how does that play out for the whole film? I can't wait to see how you figure it out. Oh, uh, you just completely let it go. I, maybe you gotta go. Jack's right did. about that. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe because he didn't eat, because he we know he didn't eat breakfast, so he he was already empty. No, we see him eat and then use all that speed and hungry. Because it also yeah, it, it could have brought humor, like in the middle of this Zod fight, you turn around, he's eating McDonald's. Like, yeah, it could have been like really. Where did fun he go moments. to get it? <laughs> it could have been fun moments of him leaving the fight to get chicken. Yeah, like on some chicken. But, yes, but you're paying homage to the rule that you set up, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, don't yeah. set up the rule, Jack. You're absolutely right about that. You're right about that. You don't show mm-hmm. the gun in Act One unless if you show a gun in Act One, it has to go off by Act Three. That's the rule. Don't show it to me if it doesn't matter. 
Gaggy, you're right. You're right. Um, Batman catches the guys. Flash saves the babies. And Wonder Woman drops in. She's making all the cameos now because she yeah. was in Shazam. And it's really great to see her, man. In my mind, it's like the last time we're going to see her as Wonder Woman. You just never know. She pulls Batman mm-hmm. up by the last of truth. And we kind of get that Joss Whedon thing with Batman where he's kind of cracking jokes. And I, I was like, do I like this? But then I mean, yeah, the last of truth. It was all right. It wasn't cracking no, well, jokes. He was just wait, telling the truth. No, she, she asked. Yeah. Wait, wait. So Batman has gone over the side of a bridge and Wonder Woman lassos, lassos her lasso of truth down there that Batman manages to grab. Right. And she pulls him up. Batman, not no, really knowing what's going on, <laughs> Wonder Woman asks him a question. Not realizing the lasso's still around his arm, he answers the question in the most deadpan way, except for it's the absolute truth. And it's hysterical. <laughs> it is hysterical. It but, is it, hysterical. but it actually it raised a question for me. It, and it kind of proved to me that, I don't know, but like, like there's another lasso of truth moment in the comic books, right? Where they're all going around and they're telling each other who they are. Oh Wonder yeah. Woman, Wonder Woman says, "I'm Diana," blah blah blah, and Superman says, "I'm Clark Kent," and Batman says, "I'm, I'm Batman." Batman. So yep. yeah. But that was not this lasso of truth moment. This lasso of truth moment was Batman saying, "Well, I have to act like I'm whatever, whatever," you know? Yeah, so my, ego, my ego allowed me to apologize. Which I, I honestly right. like. The whole I'm Batman in my head thing is cool, but I do prefer this. I prefer, no, he's the guy, he's the child in the cave that didn't grow up. Batman is what he uses to fix what happened to him, and Bruce is a disguise. But he he's not I'm Batman in my head. He's nine-year-old traumatized Bruce Wayne. Well, I either like way, version. the moment was, I thought was the wonderful. moment was hysterical. It was. Yeah. I think I just got flashbacks to the Whedon cut. A little bit, so I had to be like, "That's not this," but it was great. And of course, you know, Barry shows up, and it's just great to see them, man. Because it's like might be the last time. Yeah, but then, uh, but then the Flash says he's a virgin on the bridge too, and I felt that might have been a little forced. If it's the truth, Jack, don't shame him. Yeah, you, I'm if it's the truth, and you know, he looked at Wonder Woman, so he got he had thoughts. Yeah, yep. and he had he had the lasso in his hand, you know. And I mean, like, come on, baby, right? He like, I want that. Wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so, what happens? So then, we're pretty much into the story, and we we see Barry. He works at uh, as, as a CSI, and. He's always late. We get some information. We get some a lot of information here. He says, you've been here for a few years. And of Justice League, he just got the job. So we know at least probably like two or three years has passed since mm-hmm. the end of Justice League. So he's been doing the Flash thing for a while. Uh, Wonder Woman does tell him, new, nice suit. Like it's a new costume he's wearing. So we're getting some idea of time and what's changed in his life. His father's still in jail. His appeal is coming up. Basically, he wants to prove that his father did not kill his mother. His father went out to get a can of tomatoes. Barry swears his father didn't do it. We later learn that the surveillance camera that can prove he was in there, Bruce Wayne was able to get a copy of it that will show clearly. It's been distorted for like the last 15 years. Wayne Enterprises has tech that was able to clear it up. Yeah. But he do- And they're hoping. He doesn't probably remember Barry's dad, but he's hoping you see my face. And it turns out he doesn't look up. 
Right. And he's upset. And this is where the heart of comes in. This is where you really see Ezra like show what a beast they are as actors because the comedy, physical comedy, and then straight up grounded heartbreaking emotion. Like I felt for this dude's family. When we get when we see him see the past, we see Barry as a kid with his mm-hmm. mom and how lovely it is, and get the can of tomatoes, and we see her die. So I, I loved all that that whole sequence. In my mind, that's probably where the movie started, and they were like, well, "Let's throw in this really cool Justice League sequence before that." The movie really starts at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any thoughts? No, it just worked. I think it was a good setup. It was, I liked it. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the emotion thing. And oh man, yeah. I'm engaged at this point. I'm I'm uh, I'm already like hyped because I got my, you know, Justice League cartoon live. You feel action okay moment. with them slowing it down? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm re- mm. at this point. I'm I'm super engaged and I'm ready to see when what's the catalyst that's going to cause him to go back into time. And he meets Iris, right? Yeah, Iris West. Yeah. And here's another interesting thing. Okay, here's all right. A couple things don't come up. I'm gonna say it real quick. He meets Iris West. She says, I feel like I saw you a couple years ago. And then when he's talking to Bruce Wayne, he talks about that time that he time traveled. He's like, Yeah, you did it for two seconds when Barry's singing about going back in time. I'm gonna go backwards, but I said those two things. So these two things are very important. Iris West and Barry time traveling for two seconds only happened in the Snyder Cut. So oh. finally, they're saying Snyder Cut is canon. Whedon Cut's not. Whedon Cut, Barry didn't time travel. And the Iris West scene when he saves her when she comes out of, falls out of the car. That's right. She's not in the, she's the convertible, right? That's the Snyder Cut. Oh, uh, so shoot. they basically told us this movie is a sequel to the Snyder Cut. And it's the Snyder's Justice League that's continuity, not the Whedon one. Uh, all right. Boom. How you feel about that, Jack? Go on, go on, let us know. He likes the Snyder Justice League. Yeah, this the is a superior sure. cut. I mean, there's eight hours of. I knew he was going to say it. I knew he was going to say that. Wait, so the, the, he Flash doesn't go back in time in the other one, huh? No, him and Superman are like the flying around, one, carting that family around. Yeah, you're right. The other one was so uneventful. I actually completely forgot about it. Well, I remember that Zack Snyder's a visionary man. The guy is a visionary. He just. I remember that moment significantly. Heroes kill people. <laughs> there, I remember that moment significantly because I remember seeing the Snyder cut when Barry went back in time and pretty much saved the day. It justified why he was a buffoon the whole time. Like he got the reason why. He had the Snyder cut. Everyone had their moment. And he didn't yes. have it in the Whedon. Yes. That's why I remember that didn't happen in the weeding because it felt like he was still left. Oh, when you got five line. extra hours of footage, you're gonna have. All oh, right, <laughs> so he's sitting with Iris West. He had a crush on her back in the day, and no, uh, you know his dad's appeal is not gonna go through. He's really upset about. It. He's sitting with Iris, and he pretty much is like, "That's where he kind of gets the idea. He can fix things." We also see his powers. We see him phase through the wall to get beers. Yeah, I like seeing people. Lois and Clark, Jack. I like seeing people yeah. use their powers. Yes. As like regular then, people stealing then, beers from your. But then you had the pro and con of it happen too. He had the beers, but then the beers is all Yo, shook up. Yeah, yeah. The you knew it was going to happen. You're sitting there waiting, going, "He's a genius." Better explode. What a genius, though! Like yeah. that's the director saying, "Like I'm throwing, I'm throwing comedy whenever I can, but I'm not going to MCU this thing where the comedy is going to pull away from the content." Yeah, I'm not going to have the end of the end of the die to make a dick joke. 
Right. I'm not going to have the Hulk like not turn into the Hulk as he falls out of a plane. Yeah. But in that moment, Barry gets beer all over his face. And then, but Barry is right back to the drama. And he's like, yeah. what if I can? What if I can? I did he's it once. Piecing, you see him piecing it together in real time. And then he has well, so, Iris West in his, in his So you have to go uh, before that moment, though. Bruce Wayne gives Barry the footage with, like we were talking about, but his mm-hmm. dad's face not in it. So yeah. there's this real corrupt video file from like 20 years earlier, whenever the thing happened, 15 years earlier, that was corrupted that. Wayne Enterprises was able to unscramble the footage. Unfortunately, the footage only Shows proved his head. Yeah. yeah, it only proved that his dad wasn't going to get released. So Barry's right. in, in crisis after this moment thinking about he, and he actually, he talks to Bruce first. He goes, what if I could go back? Yo, and I got to just talk about Ben Affleck's performance right here. He's not in the movie that much. But he is so dialed in. His Bruce Wayne, which is really cool to see Michael Keaton's later, but his Bruce Wayne is so heavy and lonely yeah. and mm-hmm. just like, I wish I could have type of energy. Yeah. There's a sadness. There's such a sadness to his Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and when yeah. you think about all the stuff he did, Batman v Superman, this Batman did kill and he doesn't kill anymore. He's making up for the mistakes he's made. He has that heaviness and he's telling Barry, like, the scars is what makes us who we are. Right. He's like, but what if I can save my parents, save your parents? And Bruce is like, no, man. So what happens is Barry's having uh, drinks with Iris at his house, discovers what he wants to do, and then, no, no, no. It's after he watches the tape and realizes he won't be able to help his dad, he goes running outside in the middle of the night, right? Right. So after he watching was, the he, tape. He, so he's still on the phone with yeah. his dad. Yes. That but you. that's when the flashback happens. He doesn't go it's back not a in time yet. Well, no, he did the flash. No, he runs there as the flash. His his childhood house. As he's on the phone with his father, having his, it, father, his father's telling him, you know, you live your life. We'll t- we'll go. That's we'll when go we see it. him as a little kid and yeah. his mom dying, all that stuff. Right, and then, then and after the phone call, he runs, and he runs run. so fast he breaks time as we know it, and he finds himself. At a crossroads of time where he's, he's in the he um, he's in the speed force. Yes, and he could literally step into this other dimension. After that moment, we see him talking to Batman about. Yes. The so yeah, he discovers that he can do it and yes. how to do it, and then he's talking to Bruce about doing it. And this right. is where Bruce says it's the scar that makes us who we are. Right. What I love about Bruce so much, he still doesn't be. He's still not like Barry. Don't. He's right. still like you got to decide for yourself, but right. and then <laughs> and then what happens is Barry's having drinks with Iris and puts the puzzle together. Bruce said, "Don't interact," but all I have to do is it's put stuck. the soup can. All I got to do is put the soup can in the thing, and he won't have to go to the store. Which is interesting because how I always imagine Flashpoint, and they really don't show Barry go back in time and actually do anything. It kind of picks up with him in this alternate world figuring out how I got here. And my mm-hmm. imagine he either confronts the killer or stops him or something. And I guess, you know, and it's reverse flash, but something happens here. It doesn't even like, I can't interact. So I'm not even going to stop the guy that breaks into my house. Yeah. That would be too much interaction. I'm just going to give her the tomatoes. Right. It's right. so interesting. Cause the forefront of my mind is, well, stop the guy. Right. 
but he does and, and it makes sense why he doesn't um and i'm happy that he doesn't because it leaves room for it to be the reverse flash down the line if we ever get there so yes yeah. that, that happens oh reverse flash goes back in time to kill barry's mom but kind of mix barry wanted being who he is to become the flash but reverse flash was a fan of the flash so he kind of needs a flash to exist for him to even become the flash so paradoxical rich I I know who the reverse flash is. You didn't have to explain them to me. I was, <laughs> I said, yeah, I oh, got it. Chris, so reverse flash is a fan of the flash. <laughs> yes, like, subscribe, comment. Um, yeah. so then yeah, he does that. He he and, and it's it's pretty awesome. I love every time Barry looks at his mom, man. Oh yeah, it's just all in his eyes. Yeah. Every time he sees her, it's just like that's the love of his life. And he does it. He steals some old people's clothes and he goes yeah. back to the house, which he should not have done. He no. should have just let. Well, no, yeah. no, he yeah. thought he no, was he in his present pushed, day. He gets pushed out. Right. So he goes back. Oh, that's right. yeah, oh, I'm yeah. missing a jack. You're on point. He goes back to the Speed Force cosmic treadmill is, thing. This is where the paradox is. Yeah. The dark flash pops up out of nowhere, looks at him, kicks him out of the Speed Force. He lands. Yeah. What he thinks is present day, he doesn't realize where he is. He assumes it's present day. Steals some old people's clothes, woman's sweater, man's pants. Would have been weird if it was the other way around. Right. Goes in, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, maybe. Goes inside the house, sees his mom, sees his right. dad. His dad is like, you look old, kid. He's yeah. like, what? I got a haircut. And he's well, like. What, so what happened was he changed the tomato soup thing, and then he's running back to his timeline. Mm-hmm. He was headed home to what yeah. he thought was his timeline when he got pushed out. Yeah, he's running. So he got pushed out. Yeah. And at this point, he still thinks it's his timeline. You know, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't realize what's going on. He's just eating and at the dinner table with both of his parents. Like, he's never had this. This is right. he's had this in 10, 15 years. He yeah. looks out the window. And sees the and- most. Let me see. Barry... At his best self, living his best life, carefree, not a scar in the world, dancing across the street, privileged by love. And it dawns on him, holy freaking crap. Super speeds, physical comedy. You got that that was Barry at his best. I thought that Barry was a jerk. He was. He was just just straight up knocked the trash cans over. I'm like, what was the point of that? Not not Barry, like at our best viewing him, but that Barry. Is socially is socially he has he he lives with a bunch of friends yeah his mom does his laundry like he's probably not a virgin he's you know he's he's, probably not a virgin not that there's anything wrong being a virgin but but by choice he's not exactly he's not not an incel (laughs) right so present Barry knocks out young Barry and pretty much is like trying to figure out where am I when am I when am I has underwear over his head so young Barry doesn't see him, pulls the underwear disgusting. off. How do you... Ha- right, because that's not... He brings his clothes over there to get washed. Yeah. yeah! It was still disgusting. He had his underwear. So but Rich, but it's his, but, but it's his underwear. Uh, I don't care. If you went back in time and saw 18-year-old Rich and had his underwear on your head, how gross I that wouldn't. would you be? How I gross, I mean, hey, 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 things happen. How gross that would you be? I mean, I wouldn't be that grossed out because I know how my underwears were, but still. So, like, yeah. Or you know how your underwear is where you'd be super grossed out. <laughs> exactly. You know, anyway, you, you know what you'd be doing. Flashes anyway. each other. The younger Barry passes out. 
older Barry takes younger Barry up to his room and he wakes up, they're having a conversation. It pretty much fills him in and younger Barry just thinks this is the best news of his life. He can't believe it. It's back to the future, just like Eric Stoltz. And that's that's the big clue for the audience if you're a nerd. We all know that Mm -hmm. Eric Stoltz was cast as Marty McFly, but did not end up... They shot scenes with him as Marty McFly. Right. So we know it, but it's like one of those throwaways. This was a whole thing. So then Barry quickly learns that he is in the wrong timeline and he needs to find out a way to get home. You need to find out a way to get home. But Um, then he realizes what day of the week and year and month it is. This is the day you get your powers. But he also knows he affect the past. So he's like, hold on. Since your dad isn't in jail, he doesn't say this to Younger Bear. Younger Bear doesn't know anything about the other life. Since my dad isn't in jail, then you don't become a CSI. If you don't become a CSI, then you're not in the laboratory. If you're not in the laboratory, you don't get struck by lightning and get powers. And then he's like, but if you don't get powers, then I don't get I powers. Can't get home. Then that becomes a paradox. And I don't know what happens after that. <laughs> so I got to get yeah. you to the lab so you can get yourself covered in chemicals and electrocuted. But by. he doesn't tell him the exact plan no. until he's like, he's in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> so you pretty much see them get there and have to kind of sneak in, which is pretty cool because Barry's like, there, there's rules with traveling with other humans. You know, you can't go super fast. Right, you can phase them through things, which feels pretty complicated because I yeah, feel like yeah. you get like very disoriented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, they sneak into the lab, and that's where younger Barry learns I gotta get ele- struck by lightning. <laughs> he's like, It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it. It's fine. I don't want to get struck by lightning. Who would want to get struck by lightning while older Barry's holding younger Barry down? Lightning comes through, it goes through older Barry into younger Barry, frying yeah. him. Immediately, younger Barry heals. We see he has the powers. Except, except, yep. older Barry's fl- tooth falls out and doesn't stay in. And we learn that he doesn't have his speed. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, freaking dun. I had a problem. I had a problem with this because what? when, because when, first of all, the lightning went through him. So that means that's a transfer of powers. So then, older Barry should be critically injured because he doesn't have, he doesn't have the powers anymore. Why are Maybe. you breathing directly Unless... into the mic? <sighs> <laughs> 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 this said in my personal life. Um, I can rationalize it by... He had it as he was losing it. Right. Yeah. The lightning passing through him robbed him of his power. Be- okay. Yeah. And then he, he lost his tooth when he hit the... No, it shot no, out of him. Like, shot out of him. Yes, he, he lost yeah, his. He good lost. Point, Chris. Uh, he can I mean, still get. He can still get injured or cut. So it's the fact that it doesn't heal that's a giveaway. So in my mind, it wasn't until the lightning was actually out of him where he that lost was, his power. Yeah. Not on the impact of the electricity, but after it's already passed out of him. I'll give you that. My other thing was, how come they didn't get arrested? They were literally downstairs where there was three officers or security guards or whatever they were. And my man's running in a circle, no super speed, and oh, then yells. Man. That was pretty funny. It was funny, but at the same time, I was expecting like flashlights in their face, like, okay, we got you. Yeah. Clink, clink. You're in the, you know, you're getting locked up now. Maybe because there was a fire or something. So maybe they maybe thought it was more of an emergency and not because. As Jack, as Chris would say, reasons. Reasons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Reasons, yeah, <laughs> reasons. So older Barry doesn't have his powers anymore. Younger Barry 
has powers, and he is how any of us would be at 18 years old. Reckless, just using these powers, phasing, not knowing to bring his clothes with him, butt naked in these streets, clothes catching on fire while he's running. Really, he almost destroyed a whole city block. A matter of nanoseconds. Like nanoseconds. And then he comes back to his apartment, which Olderberry is like, your apartment's way better than I thought it'd be. Well, my mom helped me decorate. He's just like, this kid has privilege. Lich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a big little thing too is Barry always keeps a little monkey on him, a little stuffed monkey, and he sees his younger self use that as target dart. practice for darts. Yeah. So they're not on the same level at all. Trauma changed Barry's maturity thus far. What's really amazing about the direction of this film for me, as well as Ezra's performance, is that Ezra was the annoying superhero of the group. But now, mm. since this younger one is more annoying, it makes this flash. The grounded man. straight man, right? Now, all of a sudden, he's like, is, "Do I now? I get it." And he yeah. becomes the more grounded, no nonsense guy. So we get to see him just really flex act, uh, acting muscles. See their acting muscles. So it's really dope. So basically, he's like, "Can you just sit still so I can tell you what's happening?" And of course, Younger Barry falls asleep, as he would. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he used a lot of a lot of energy, you know, out of energy, mm-hmm. which they don't pay dividends to later. But they, they really in this moment. They spend a lot of time second, building it. This is the set. Yes, this is the second time they tell us about the rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, he's also been eating throughout the whole thing, though. Yeah, but yeah. not during the Zod fight. No, not during the Zod fight. Which, That's which he should have been. been. Yeah, yeah. So they're walking around town, and they pretty much look on the news, and it's interesting. The day the lightning came is like the day before Zod comes, <laughs> looking yeah. for the Kryptonian. Right. Which makes me think when the ships entered the atmosphere, it caused a storm. Ooh. Storm clouds shifted because a massive object entered the atmosphere, thus creating the lightning that created the flash. That's just well, I, mean, I, I, I would have I said like energy from the ships shifted ions and supercharged the clouds. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Rick. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't say it that way. You, it that way, you know what I mean? <laughs> made more sense you're right well, you're right uh and they learned that zod's here and then we get a really dope flashback because you know all our questions zach snyder didn't really care too much about how all this stuff tied to man of steel and one mm. of our questions were where was everybody when zod landed you can't yeah. tell me marsha manhunter's been here the whole time if right. you're just standing there well here they show us that barry did try and mm-hmm. it kind of and it goes back to justice league where he didn't know what to do. And Batman's like, just save, save one person. One. He didn't get that lecture yet. And here he tried to do something and he couldn't say, he, he wound up saving a kid, but couldn't save his dad. Right. And I love that moment. The I'm other cool. thing that happens in this movie, in, in this moment, is he tells himself, he tells his younger self how about how many tens of thousands of people are going to be, or hundreds of thousands of people are, are killed by Zod. Right. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't that guy under the rubble? Wasn't that the one that was in the wheelchair during the trial for Superman? No, that was a different guy. Ah, okay. That was this is just another casualty. Um so then they're like, okay, this is where Kal-El, this is where this is where Clark steps up. This is where it happens. And it's not happening. Right. So then so he, they, sorry, they go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go, 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 do it. Do it. So he so he comes up with the plan. I have to be the one to put the Justice League together. 
He goes, right. all right, well, I can't find Arthur Curry. Well, before he does a, a whole search. Well, well he calls before, Arthur Curry's dad. Well, before right. like, they're, yeah. at, they're at Flash's apartment. And well, younger Barry's apartment, and he's looking for all the Clark Kents, and there's like thousands of thousands Clark Kents. Of he goes, yeah. Okay, that's not gonna work. Right. Then he goes, he looks for Arthur Curry, Curry, gets his dad's number, calls the house, but Aquaman's mom never washed up at, on the beach, so his dad never saved her, so there was no Arthur Curry. Right. Wonder Woman doesn't can't find her, so he gets the idea. And Victor's not cyborg yet. He's yeah, he played right. professional right. football. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So he gets the idea. Well, if I can, if I can find Batman, and they know Batman, then but, I can right. go talk to Batman, and Batman can help me find Clark. But before that, he meets all of Young Barry's roommates. One of the roommates, Bro. Like, yo, we can skip this part, <laughs> but we can't. <laughs> can we? For one reason, the guy has an Eric Stoltz tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Because of that, our Barry learns that this is not just a different <laughs> timeline. Yeah, I'm in. An alternate universe. How is Marty McFly not right. the guy in back? How is Michael J. Fox not Marty McFly? And then Ugh. they start talking about all different movies that were all cast differently. Yeah, yeah. he's like, you mean Kevin Bacon? Yeah, oh, it, right. it was crazy. We're like, nah, you know what? The, the one with the airplanes and the gay guys on the beach playing. He's like, Top Gun. <laughs> told you, Jack. Told you, Jack. Told you. Even this movie says Top Gun is super gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just, Look, but... let's go back to the tattoo and how my man was in tidy whities and straight Rich. up. Rich. <laughs> he said that tattoo's upside down. But first he said it's on my thigh. He's like, that's your calf. And then he, and then he lifted up his leg in tidy whities. <sighs> Now it's such it, it's a silly moment. It's very silly, but it also shows us. So Barry, you can make friends. Barry, mm -hmm. you can make a community. Your mother's death literally actually stops you from doing yeah. the things that you naturally would have done. And this Barry has a date with Iris West all on his own. Yeah. He is living his best life. Yeah. Um but he, he he lost that date though because he got to get struck by lightning. Right. Thanks, Barry. Yeah, he could have right. just called him like, hey, can we reschedule? I'd take superpowers over a date anyway. Yeah. I know you would, Chris. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Chris, turn some lights on. All I see is that lime shirt. Oh, there he is. There we go. Yeah. Uh, that was a bit racist. Oh, he, said, said, um, he said, all I see is that lime shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get back to it. So basically... They go, I need to find, they're like, well, he mentions Batman, and then he notices everybody the roommates, everybody they know who Batman, Batman is, yeah. so he has no yeah. Batman is, okay, Batman does exist here, like, I gotta get to Gotham City, get to Bruce. Yeah. Central City and Gotham City is a cab right away, huh? Well, yeah. but this is, and this is another missed opportunity to me, and it's a big missed opportunity to me, specifically because of what Batman says about Gotham City when they finally start talking to each other in later scenes. Batman says, essentially, he doesn't need to be Batman anymore because he's pretty much cleaned up all the crime in Gotham. So I think this this was a missed opportunity where when Barry steps into Gotham, even if it's just a few moments of him noticing, it's like when I was in Japan, I noticed how clean the city was. Right. You know? And for Barry not to have a moment where he notices how clean, clean gotham is is to me a missed opportunity yeah i agree with you on that it should have been like times square like a disneyfication of times square like hmm. instead of hookers and like drug <laughs> drug it's just families and like chain stores bubblegum shrimps 
I agree, but I'll play advocate here. I can hear a studio exec saying, so you want to spend $2 million to show five minutes of a recreated Tim Burton Gotham City that we yes. have to spend 10? Uh, can we just can we just have Michael Keaton say it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll be like, yeah, you're getting Michael Keaton. You can lose this or, or, or we lose the Superman CGI cameo. You know, I don't know that that might have been a lot. Because it, it couldn't have just been a clean city. It would have had to have been the Burton 1989 or Batman Returns Gotham. It couldn't yeah. just be yeah. right. San Francisco. But it would have been. It would have been. It would have been, been great. Cool. It would have been cool. But also, it would have also given something away. And I don't know if I would have wanted that given away until I meet Bruce. But we already. I don't know if I want to know. That he's retired as Batman. I know. I know because I'm a fan. This is rule, golden rule of cinematic uh, content. Show me, don't tell me. Right, but you're gonna you're gonna tell the audience Batman doesn't exist. Gotham is clean before we even get into the Batman story. You're gonna actually foreshadow well, but not give away story before we get to it. Maybe, but if you saw a clean Gotham City and then you go to this rundown, decrepit Wayne Manor, because that's our first intro. We see a dilapidated rundown. The gates are open. The doors unlocked. Nobody lives here. Vibe Wayne Manor. What's going on? I, yeah. I I would prefer that than see a clean city. And I'm ahead of your story now. Hmm. Okay. I think I, I think what you're saying is dope, but I, I can see like, well, then I'm I'm way ahead. Yeah. Both you're, work. you're you're a couple lines ahead technically but okay well by the time i see the clean city i'm not surprised to see a dilapidated wayne manor like uh, you've already groomed me for a world without batman before i even got to his home instead of just me getting to his home and coming to my own conclusions but so wait a second because I'm, I'm looking up i'm trying to find the location of central city versus gotham city mm-hmm. metropolis and Gotham City were like right across the bay from each other, right? In, in this, this universe. universe, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, all right, all right. Because I remember yeah. I saw something like that. So where's Central universe City? though? A in cab the center, right in, away in the middle. Which <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like in, in the water. Like we're talking about. <laughs> They're like in the bay. That... Staten Island. Yeah, it's Staten Island. Yeah, Staten Island. Central City, Staten Island. You don't want to be on Staten Island because the cab didn't say Gotham; it said Central City on the side. I feel like if it, if it would have said Gotham, I could have imagined they took a train or they super speeded and they took a, took a cab or something. But it says Central City Cab, so not that far away. There ain't no superheroes in middle of America. <laughs> I, no, they're all on the coast, man. All on the coast. Jeez. Uh, so they go into Wayne Manor. Now, this is where I'm going to Easter egg the mess out of this. So when they walk through the doors and you see all those, like, the armor as they're walking. Like, King of the Wicker people. Yeah. Chris! Okay. <laughs> Knox and Vicky Vale in the first Batman movie walk through that sort of very same corridor. And that's where we first see Bruce Wayne interact with Vicky Vale. Knox is like, I wonder how much that costs. And some weird neurotic guy shows up. It's like, it's like hundred grand. He's like, how do you know? He's like, bought it. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. He's like the dopest introduction. And we're seeing that there. When they walk through the dining area, that long table, Chris, that's where Vicky Bell yes. and Bruce Wayne yes. had dinner. And it was mm-hmm. like, this is too far. And the kitchen, that yellow tiled kitchen, is like modeled after the same kitchen that we saw in the original Batman movie. Well, I was, tell the stories. Right. And what's important about that is 
There's cobwebs all over the dining area, cobwebs all over the suits of armor. But when Vicki Vale and Bruce Wayne are in that kitchen, she's like, this house doesn't seem like you, but this room seems very much you. And that's where they have the stories where Alfred's telling the stories. That's where you see Bruce Wayne and Vicki Vale connect on a heart level, was in that kitchen. So to see Bruce Wayne cooking and spending time in that kitchen, it's almost like this is the last place him and Alfred had this kitchen where everywhere else has cobwebs. Um, So I thought that, you know, I'm geeky for this stuff. So I thought that was that was real sweet. Yeah. And then, you know, they're looking around and ninja old man, Batman Beyond, freaking Bruce Wayne out here. Beats them up in <laughs> slippers. Creeps out of a, of a cupboard and just, yeah, starts wreaking havoc. Yeah. And this yeah. is a hilariously dope fight scene. Can we talk about his fight scene? It's sure. amazing. You, know, you got twin flashes, one with powers, one without powers. The one yeah. with powers ain't doing a shred of thing with it other than dodging stuff. And the one with no powers is just absorbing every blow. But did you see how yeah. they remade the moment? Where we had the first where he, where Bruce the Wayne throws the batter, right? He throws the yeah. pan. He looks at the pan like, yeah, like mm-hmm. ca- cannon event. <laughs> this right. is how Flash always meets Batman. He gets something thrown at his head. Uh, what's really dope about it is the humor didn't come out because they were being silly about it. Batman's choreography, Bruce's choreography, was sick. Yeah, yeah. Ezra's reaction to getting hit was hilarious and seeing this old man throw a punch and throw himself and just miss his targets all the time was (laughs) real world hilarious but it wasn't like it was just comedy forced it was like that's what happens if you feel like they're playing at the comedy they're playing at the circumstances yes that's what i'm trying to say always going to feel a little better yeah and it was hilarious bruce's mid-air and flash steps aside he crashes through the whole like covers And then they're like, who is this guy? And then, you know, eventually he gets up, stops fighting them, and starts making spaghetti, as one does. Because yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we're looking for Bruce Wayne. We're looking, you know, and tells him what's going on. And I'm not a fan of exposition. I don't like when characters explain stuff. But if you're going to get exposition, get Michael Keaton making spaghetti. Man. Man. <laughs> I mean, you need someone to explain the space-time continuum. Get Michael Keaton making some speeches. And he and he tells you the he tells you the rules of how this story works in a fun, engaging, effortless, doesn't exactly spell feel spoon fed kind of way. It re- it really was good. Yes, and it makes me believe whatever happened after Batman Returns, this guy had enough adventures for this not to be unbelievable to him. Right, right. He, what took happened? It, he took it like it was no big deal. Like, I, I, I know about that theory. He's like, <laughs> and you said this guy who can fly around and shoots lasers, he's Superman. And that's not a little on the you know nose. He's like, you're called Batman. Yeah, I'm not super Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Which also is letting us know that in this world, as much as we wanted Christopher Reeve or even Nick Cage or whatever the comic book said, in this no. world, there is no Superman. Or any other superheroes, at least to our knowledge. Yeah. Um, so which is very interesting so far. So Bruce says, has all the information, world ending, the Zod is here, going to destroy the planet, timeline, all that stuff. I'm out. Nah, I pass. <laughs> I'm not going to get involved. And that's it. They find the Batcave pretty quickly. Yep. But I guess it's in the yeah. same spot. Although yeah. it's a different Batcave, relative same spot. 
Um, they find the Batcave, which is straight Chris. It's it's just about. It's it. Yep. He even finds the Joker man. pouch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was such a dope dive to it, man. And we never see the Batmobile in action, but we saw it enough for McFarlane to make one as a toy. So I'm, yeah. hey, I'm good. But uh, but the way we see the Batwing work. Just Ooh, yeah. it's not and it opens up and it going through the water cleans all the dust off. And I mean, it's, that it's, just and it's more than whatever that Batwing was in the first movie. The Batwing oh, yeah. movie was just like yeah, a, this one like rotates on, on the axle. You're at, you as a pilot is still is still up upright. The whole, the whole plane. <laughs> crazy, so dope. So those sounds were spinning. I don't, for those I don't know how the pilot. physics of that works out, but physics schmizics, Jack. <laughs> so he's on the computer. Still trying to find, like, yo, this freaking Kryptonian. Like, he had to have landed. What's going on? And then I think that's where he, he learns that uh, a, a Kryptonian ship or an unidentified... No, is that no, where he learns no. about Russia? Well, he realizes he's being watched, and he starts talking to Bruce, who's in the house, right. kind of looking at the camera feed, and he's having this just real honest moment. And it touches... Well, he asks Bruce about Alfred. He goes, he has there, the are, there are certain things, right? He goes, and then he talks about canon events. He talks about how there are similarities, and he talks about how in their timeline they're friends and stuff. And next thing you know, a shaved Bruce Wayne drops a piece of paper, some fresh coffee on the desk while he's out, and uh, decides to help him find Superman. Yeah. Well, not so- before, before that. Didn't he pull the suits out? Well, he he, 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 he he, pulls his suit. You see see all the suits that show us like this guy had a well, the first suit has guns on it and looks real old school. So it's like, so this is the suit before 1989. Yes, your suit. Yeah. And then we see all the suits now. And then we see the 1989 one, and then you see a couple of them. One has the underwear. Right next to the year two suit is the blue and gray suit. Yeah. Yeah. Blue and gray. Uh, the one after that is that the eighty nine? Yeah, probably eighty nine. Oh yeah, so that's the eighty nine. The one after that's the ninety two returns. Uh-huh. Then you got the under underwater bat suit. Yeah. Then you have the desert bat suit, and then you got the yep. main suit in the middle. And the desert suit is like you know we saw Affleck's version of that yep. nightmare. Yeah. Suit. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool to see that this Batman had all these adventures and pretty much the action figures we played with as kids right, are right. the suits that he right. actually did done. Right. Right. So yes, he gets very, gets the note and we see him, we see Michael Keaton walk out in that. He's still got it. Man. He's in got the it. suit. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm Batman. Um, Which is beat everyone's I'm Batman again, uh, double down on it. Yeah. No one doesn't I'm Batman like Michael. Well, you know, you know what was cool about this one? This time he said it, he didn't key the word Batman. He keyed the word I'm. Mm. Right? And so there was such an a definitive ownership of what it was. Michael Keaton knew what he was doing. Yeah. He was like, was. all these guys trying to show up. Yep. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Show you how it's done. They play I'm Batman. I'm, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> and yeah. he is, man. And he is, and we're gonna get to like one of my favorite freaking sequences pretty soon. So pretty much the note is like tells them about Russia and stuff, right? That that yeah, that's yeah. what the note says. Yeah. So they gotta go to Russia, get Kalel out of captivity. They're in the jet. Um 
Bear, young Barry is in the flash suit, and our Barry, older Barry, is just in a North Face or whatever, just out here, no pair of powers, which is pretty amazing. We saw him with powers in Justice League, terrified. And now he is going into this freaking military base with no powers. Right. And doesn't show an ounce of fear. Like, the growth between movies in these years are pretty freaking great. Um, they get in there. Mm. The one with the super speed gets them caught, Rich. Yeah. That, <laughs> bro, I'm saying, like, wait a minute. Everything slow downs for you, but this right here is the time you don't decide to catch the, the shovel? That just slowly right. falls over. Right. I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. And he doesn't. It alerts everyone. The guys come in, and I'm not saying this tops the Batman warehouse fight, man. But this Batman got it in. This Batman, this Batman, got he work. He put his boots on and went to work. He did work. It, it, and he pretty much did what I thought Michael Keaton was doing in that suit in the '80s. As a kid, right. that's what I thought I was watching. <laughs> you right. thought you were watching? <laughs> he wasn't doing all that. No, he wasn't doing none of that, Rich. <laughs> but that's what I thought was happening, and it—it's a dope fight scene. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's not going to be talked about. There's so much going on in this movie and around this movie. I feel like this fight scene is not going to be well. And the way apart. the way he his cape. Yeah, incorporated into the fight, yeah. dude. But and if you watch this and then go watch the warehouse fight, they have a similar fighting style. It's really cool to see, it, mm. except that Affleck is a thousand times more vicious. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't have to punch his head into the floor. Yes, true. But that's really Snyder, did. man. Snyder loves combat, and he's a visionary, you know. Yeah. And he had more time. But this scene, <laughs> this scene feels really good. Yeah. Well, and, and we see in his use of the battering, like this is oh, a seasoned Batman. Yeah. His use of all the toys. All, all he, yeah. Like he'll, no look throw. It's nothing. This was the, this sequence, Chris, was the most Batman, the animated series live action was. I've ever seen. It was. It was. Yeah. Straight up cartoon. In, well, in this Batman was the most Batman, the animated series Batman we'd ever seen, which... It's kind of where the Batman the Animated it's a Series. Paradox. Well, yeah, it was paradox. Oh, the chicken or the egg. <laughs> uh, so Batman, like, they got to get out of here. Batman putting in that work. They're going, but you know, young Barry is helping. He saves Barry from getting shot, and they're out there. He still gets shot to the freaking leg. Shot to the worthless. Yeah. He was like, he was complaining about them. Like, yo, are you is he not going to heal up like anytime soon? I thought he thought right. he heals quick. What happened? Well, he was eating. I guess he, well, he wasn't really eating food, and that's going to help with his metabolism kicking in. So and he he's not as it. he's not as strong as present Barry. So right. I tell you what, I did like, Batman was the one kept jumping in the middle of bullets, and mm-hmm. he was getting hit in the back of the cape. Yeah, but later you saw him stitching up where the bullets were going through his suit. Mm. So I was still like, think he, was, he probably has he soft parts too. on his suit. Yeah, where it's like, well, clearly that wasn't plated, so it was able to yeah. graze him. But get his let's talk about his suit in this one. It's definitely a play on the 89 and return suit, but you get to see like where the armor and stuff is a little bit more separate, although it's still it's but not it's just also, one rubber bodysuit. It feels like there's plating, but it's still you know a little bit more. But we also get where he would have made advancements to the suit after right. certain encounters or certain like he gets shot by the Joker in the movie, and now his suit is far more bulletproof. Yeah. Right. And what I loved about this when I first heard Keaton was coming, 
right, Christian? My son's screaming in the background. Yeah! But uh, what I love about this is when I first heard Keaton was going to come back, I was like, oh, they're going to give him some Iron Man bat neck suit. They're going to give him some futuristic kingdom come like suit because he's older Batman. There's no way they're going to put him back in a suit that I love and remember. Man, was I pleasantly disappointed because they could have easily done that. Give him some bat Iron Man suit. And that probably would have made a little more sense. Yeah. But I love that he looks. And you know what didn't bother me in the slightest? Taking machine gun rounds to the suit. Didn't bother me. Same thing Robert Pattinson did. That you, you got so mad about? You know what else didn't bother me? <laughs> what? What? Seeing this 60-year-old guy acting 71, like... A, 71, Jack. 71. 71, yeah. a 71-year-old guy acting like he's 26 in the way he's mo- was moving. I'm looking at a movie that felt like I'm watching a comic book movie, and right. so I'm, I'm with it. You're I'm in. with it. You're in. Once you add too much real-world stuff, then it's like, well, now you got to be real-world. Right. And that that's why the the as funny and some people may not like the first sequence because it wasn't grounded enough, but that allows us to have a 71-year-old guy in a bat suit fighting. Exactly. If that first yeah. sequence was on some Christopher Nolan tip, we would never buy his knee would hurt. Yeah, no, it would be we would never be, buy it. It would be a mess. Well, uh, we had a 40-year-old Batman that was crippled in yo, Nolan. They were acting like 41-year-old Christian Bale was like 65 in the Dark Knight Rises. Right. I gotta rehab my body. <laughs> You're 40. Yeah. <laughs> You're my age right now. What are you talking, what are you talking about? Yeah, the punch uh, is the last thing to go. Man. <laughs> um, so yeah, like 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 and they find they get to the vault and they get into another vault. A vault yeah. and a vault. No. No. She's like just in, in a she's pod in the of some vault. Sort. Like there's like a pod or something. Yeah. And they find well, they still had to crack that code. It wasn't like a vault in a vault. Which and is this why dude had flashed. a freaking. It wasn't even. It was like a sidekick. It was a sidekick. Yeah. It was a crazy. Because it's only like 2013, so that's still too old. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was cool. Well, to I mean, see that, that probably that probably just shows you like how long he's been at it. Right. How long he's been out of the game? Yeah. These yeah. are the gadgets he has. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So he's sitting here punching in the codes. And what does the young Flash do? He's got no tension span, runs up, takes it, and the thing starts opening. He's like, what? I tried all the codes. Right, yeah. right. So it pops open. They get in. And who do we see? It's not. It's not. It's not Superman it's at not all. It's not Kal-El. Nope. It's Cap. Yeah. Right. But they don't know exactly what that is. But right. and, and what does Batman do? Batman says, this ain't the guy. Let's bounce. Young Barry says, OK, dope. Let's get out of here. But Barry, <laughs> Barry says, hold up. We got it. We opened it. Let's save this person. The guy with no powers and no real skills. Right. Is the one to say, let's save. Just that. starts carrying the girl. And Batman's hero. carrying uh, young Barry because Barry ends up getting shot right. quickly after because he's mm-hmm. an idiot. Because that's always the thing with Batman. It's like, how much is he stopping bad guys versus saving civilians? And Michael Keaton's Batman was more like stopping bad guys than just saving people. Right. Now, here's a great callback they had, though. They all get on this little elevator lift thing. Yes. Batman puts an explosive under it, and he goes... How much do you weigh? <laughs> but no, but it didn't pay off because I was waiting for them to get to the top, and you should have said a little more than one thirty. Like I was yeah. waiting for like the pay. No, well, it would have been a little less because he, for that to, the fact to have worked properly, it should have brought him to the top 
and stopped at the top, but it shot them so out of the roof of it. It was like his equation was off. That was, that was a missed opportunity for it to have been set up so well. It, for the thing to have shot out of the top, he needed to have been like, you weigh less than you told me. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah. Which would have played in the reverse way. What Vicky Vale told him, like I weigh 120. Yeah. And then they stopped midway. It's like, you're more than 120. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Um, so they get up there and they're pretty much surrounded by all these freak the guys with Uzis and machine guns and one of the berries, I forget who say, Bruce, what do we do? Try not to die. But and he just makes the fist. What is he gonna do with that fist? I don't know. <laughs> he makes the fist. And then Kara, all the rage from being trapped in there for Yo, oh, yeah. now, she brought the business. Now People died, Jack, here. Oh, yeah. But they had to. <laughs> People died. <laughs> well, 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 look, we're looking at a, a super-powered being who'd been mistreated by, in her opinion, the entire planet. So there ain't, yeah. there ain't nothing worth protecting yet for right. her. And she, let's say she's probably a teenager. Let's say she's at least 18, 19, probably. And, and even oh, though... She's raging. She knocks these guys out. She throws them away. But she doesn't just go brutal, give me blood and bones, ripping you apart, torturing you. She's st- you still kind of see her character where it's like, if that was, if they imprisoned Zod and he oh. broke out, oh. he would have rain- been like Omni Man. I'm going to rain blood for fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. for her, it was just like getting these guys out the way. Well, but she she was also rescued, and that that reality wasn't lost on her. They had that right? moment. Her and Barry had that moment when he was carrying yes. her. They so she's she's clouded in rage, but she's not unaware that she'd still be locked up if someone didn't let her out. And the whole Kara story of this, and it's not long. I loved it so much. It, 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 it's where the warmth comes in for me a lot with. Because Barry is on the receiving end of a lot of it, whether he's a joke or this, and we get to see him being caring and considerate and someone who can actually, you know, motivate her to be a hero. Like we see all these other qualities in his character because of this exchange. Because he he grew. He grew. As a person, as a hero, you know, you you see him out, you see him being a, you see him being that hero. Well, it was, it was so simple for him. Later, a few scenes later, she shows back up at, she shows back up. She's there, wakes up and then leaves though, right? She passes out after the fight. But she asked Barry, why, why did you save me? Right. And it was so simple because you need help. <laughs> it was just, it wasn't right. like a thing. It was like, yeah. it's just my first instinct. What do you- and that, and that was her turning point where she, she has to acknowledge that as angry as she is, not, Everyone on the planet yeah, everyone is bad. Is bad. Yeah. Right. Because two seconds before that, when they told her to go up to the roof and get sunlight, she was like, These are not my people. Right. And he's like, mm. and Younger Bear is like, We have some good ones, you know, professional wrestlers and just giving like all his likes to try to show <laughs> this good things on his planet. And then, yeah, you're right, Jack. They're in the cave and she looks at, you know, her S and she's like, Do you know what this stands for? Right. Of course, Younger Bear is like, Super cool. <laughs> and and another call, and it, they don't have to put these things in. They seem like no-brainers, but they don't have to be here. But it's a call to Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. Like, this is hope. Yeah. It stands yeah. for hope. 
And that was just, I love that moment. Such a beautiful moment. Made me instantly care about this character right. that probably only has 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Supergirl's 10 strong 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's like Zod's freak. Zod's here. Would you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was three brothers and a shot of milk. Hope you've enjoyed our run in the last couple of years. I don't even know it's what he said, but I know it was. <laughs> <laughs> keep going so yeah so like they gotta go stop Zod they gotta stop Zod from destroying the planet Uh, what's very interesting is now we're seeing canon events that aren't happening well hold Mm -hmm. up Uh, they got no before they go to stop Zod oh uh, yeah 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 Alderberry still has no powers and Kara Supergirl want nothing to do with it so she bounces Barry concocts a plan listen Mm-hmm. Let's let's see if we can't duplicate the event that gave me powers in the first place. Right. Batman Mas- says Master Plan, douse yourself in chemicals and electrocute yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, so so he says, you know, let's do it. Um so they're electrocuting him. It does not work. Kara shows up, sees Barry hey, in that. Wait, can we talk about this real funny exchange before that? But like Barry's strapped up to the chair and he has so much confidence because he's like, we have Batman. What can go wrong? They cut to Bruce going, I think you're out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's not saying no. No, he's not saying no. Now, here's the thing. Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne might have said we're not doing this. Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne if you want to get nuts, yeah. <laughs> nuts. this Bruce Wayne is slightly to the right. Now the clown this dude is off, dude. Well, he saves that line for after the team is formed. But yes. and what a great line! So, anyways, the experiment is not working. So, essentially, what happens is Barry Allen's covered in radioactive chemicals, and he's right. half dead from being electrocuted, yeah. and he's like bleeding out of his nose and eyes. And he says, do it again. Right. And so Bruce is like, all right, let's do it again. Now, right. now we, this is crazy, though. Bruce is crazy. But he can't. This, exactly. This is what you want. So he's about to zap him again, but machine fried. So he looks over at Barry, essentially like, I guess you're going to die. He's like, hey, man, sorry. The machine's toast like you're toast. And then here comes Supergirl. Floating down from the ceiling, from from the top of the bat cave into the thing, she breaks off the restraints that are holding Barry to the chair, scoops him up into the arm. He's still doused in the chemical, and she flies up into the nebulous of the cloud, and a healthy dose of electricity hits them. Yep. Flies back down, puts Barry down, and you see he's starting to heal. Yep. Dude's got powers. Mm, no, no, no. Now, Wait, you did say it, Rich. Not yet, because it didn't work at first until the younger Barry came and touched him. Ah, you're right. Give little spark. spark. Yeah. Little spark. Then he started healing. Yeah. And then we get back. I'll be honest with you. I kind of saw that coming. Well, that, like, happens, that happens in the in the Paradox movie. I think it happens in the comic. The first, the comic book too, the first attempt fails, and the second mm. attempt is the one where it happens. Oh, it's always. It always has to fail. It's... it's uh, Nolan's busted Batman climbing out of the cave three times until he takes the thing off. You have to fail a couple times before you can succeed. So you've gone through the journey. So we knew that was going to happen. But what I liked about it is it was two birds, one stone. It was what we knew was going to happen. 
but it was also Supergirl's a hero now. Yep. Yes. So, so you and, get both in one. Which well, is and it was also the thing that actually brings the team together because Supergirl sees the conviction and his willingness to sacrifice himself in order to try to save these people. Mm-hmm. And subsequently, Batman sees the same thing and Kara becoming involved, which is why he goes, all right, you want to get nuts? Let's get, let's nuts. get nuts. Which let's Ben Affleck's fight. Batman would never say that. He would say, all right, Nobody's guys, Batman go. wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, but this guy's like, he wants all the smoke. He yeah. wants, yeah. It, to, he wants it to go a little bad, Rich. He wants <laughs> he it to does. go a little bad. <laughs> and he owns it, man. He He's owns about that it. life. He's a psychopath. And again, <laughs> I'm not so into seeing Batman out during the day, but this movie makes it work. Well, But, th- but what's different about this is... There's not the option to fight at night. And we're not right. looking at a Batman who is the creature of the night. We're looking at a Batman who was the creature of the night, but now is, I guess we're going to save the world. Let's go. There's no yeah. time. We're looking at a Batman who would operate with the Justice League dynamic, and that's right. 24-7. Mm, right. right? Uh, it was yeah. Batman, Batman operates at night, but this is the group dynamic happening, which is why Michael Keaton during the day didn't feel bad to me. Right. But right. the other Batmans during the day was like, but still, I guess the bomb's going off. The criminals got savvy. <laughs> Let's start doing crimes at 8 a.m. <laughs> he doesn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're all, they're flying yeah, no. there in that jet. And well, before that, we see younger Barry make his costume. Out of the old Batman. Yeah. Which made no sense. because Batman returns costume. But no, that was for us. He did it mad slow. That was for us to see the spray paint. That was for us he to watch. He still could have done it mad fast, and we would have seen it. In no. Slow-motion. First, Chris, you can tell he's not. We needed to see that Batman return suit yes, on I agree. screen as much but, as possible. But let me say this. Yes, I absolutely agree. I agree. But if Come you on. had, you could have picked and chose. You could have speed ramped through the moments to slow down to accent. You could have played with it. Is well, all I'm saying. They Listen, made fun man. of Zack Snyder in here because uh, Younger Bear was like, it's like everything's in sleep. No, after Kara's fight, he was like, yeah. you should have saw that in slow motion. Slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. That was. <laughs> I, do appre- I do appreciate they didn't use slow motion to show how fast he is as but, much as the but, other movies did. But the graphics they used to show him weren't much better than the graphics in some CW content you're right well i mean honestly this whole movie almost felt like an extended television episode the cgi that's the biggest issue for me and i won't it's not that harsh because i can't make it better and this movie is so cgi with real people and the choices they made to Replace Ezra's face on a double instead of having him like shoot it both ways because there the, there were some moments where I was like I can tell that's not Ezra on set. Well, that's... you could tell the back of his head wasn't Ezra's head, uh... but but then they put the the CGI face on Barry, and I can tell yeah. like that's not we're not there yet in technology. Uh, and uh, honestly, after the baby scene, you kind of have to let it go. Yeah, that baby. You have yeah, to let yeah. it go. Once you see the CGI in the first 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, you're telling me where we're at. Yeah. I got to yeah. let it go. 
Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to be mad the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and some people might be, and that's cool, but I, I let it go. I let it go pretty early. So they get to Zod. Right. They get to Z- Now, canon event. Man of Steel, when Clark surrenders, it buys the whole world time. By no Kryptonian showing up, Zod is like, war now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, starts, <laughs> and, and the black dude in front of him in a soldier's uniform, to me, that was probably Swan. Because he's not the Martian Manhunter. So he probably killed General Swan right there because he was the one that was dealing with the Kryptonian. And all out war starts right there on well, site. Even on if it spot. was Martian Manhunter, he would have been obliterated by fire, which would have pretty much ended them anyway. Yeah. So either way. He's more powerful than either way, homeboy's dead. It wasn't Martha Kent. Does, does he die from fire? He just like he's just scared of fire. It's like, hard to kill Martian Manhunter. If Martian Manhunter is part of the fight, it would have greatly helped Superman in part one. Yeah. <laughs> and thousands of people wouldn't have had to die if Martian Manhunter. Like, think about it. He went off to stop the the freaking world engine, and just regular military were like, keeping like the Kryptonians yeah, distracted. Yeah. Martian Manhunter could have helped. Yeah. So that's not him. Anyway, so yes, they show up <laughs> and they start fighting, man. And Supergirl catches wreck. What's interesting is the Kryptonians, you know, it's almost like having superpowers is like you're not pure blooded. We don't even want the yellow sun rays. We don't want our, we want to turn this earth into Krypton. Right, We're not right. trying to have superpowers, which just like in Man of Steel gives them an edge. They're not as powerful. So you're able to see Supergirl make light work out of a few of them. Barry's not as much, but they do a little bit better than fighting a super-powered, right. fully-powered Kryptonian. Well, they find a way how to electrocute them with Crossing the stream! <laughs> they throw the rock, the dynasty sign. <laughs> Yo, man! The rock! The takeover! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then, and, and Batman is just on the freaking Batwing Yo. doing some dope stuff. And yeah. I just love everything about Miles King's Batman DC. He's just so smart. He yeah, makes yeah. good choices as Batman. Well, he's he's a seasoned Batman. He he's, is. he's been doing it. So that's what that's what you get. Like even when even when he when they he wrecked the jet after like probably what the second time they came back mm-hmm. and he was fighting the soldier. He was like jumping on him. He hit him with the 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 battering with the the grappling hook. Uh, got on him, oh, hit him with the dude, bomb, went bomb. around to the front of him, hit him with the bomb again, and then got knocked off. And he had that one last bomb on him. Like he, that's a seasoned dude right there. Yeah, yeah. Doing and such and such and such iconic Batman behavior. Because yeah. this Batman's not afraid of blowing people up. We saw nope. that already. <laughs> Definitely not. This Batman's killed a lot of people in his day. <laughs> he, he blew up a whole facility. Like, it ain't full, of, full of henchmen. Rich, and Batman returns. He puts a bomb in a henchman's belt and throws him yes. down a freaking... For no reason. Yes, he, he does. He didn't have to but blow this, him up. <laughs> this Batman was just almost as brutal as... Uh, what's his name? That's when he says, do you want to get nuts? It's not like this cool catchphrase. <laughs> no, <laughs> be careful he's how he's you answer that, that question. <laughs> be careful <laughs> How you answer that? If you say yes, on man. Uh, so then they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. Barry's doing some really cool stuff. Kyra's fighting Zod. She has him, man, dead to rights. He's pretty much like impressioned in the ship. She's one. Yeah. But Zod's crashes and that shanks her right through the stomach. Okay, ah, now, now, now I got a question about this. Hmm. How? That's still. She's. Still I think they're still susceptible to Kryptonian. What? Tech. 
I would that blade is Kryptonian. Yeah. Yeah. All that, all that, all the stuff they're using is from Krypton. That's like that's not like you know stuff they got along the way. But she's not, not. She's just impervious. It's not like it's laced in Kryptonite. No, Superman is still susceptible to to things from Krypton, and that blade. Why don't is from that Krypton. happen in the other movie? <sighs> he doesn't get in that position. <laughs> he doesn't get in that position uh, to get stabbed. Thank you, Chris. Reason. And Man is still. They never like shanked him with a Kryptonian knife and it broke on him. He just was never yeah. in that position to find yeah. out what would happen. Right, because she I was fighting. Because because when when she got when she got shanked, didn't um he found out that or she found out that Clark was dead, right? Or was that just before? Oh, that? before that, that just before yeah. that. Okay, we jump. So Zod, Zod, oh, so dope. Zod, learned, well, she learns from Zod that, that he intercepted, he intercepted Clark, the pod. Right. Kal El, yeah. the baby didn't make it. Pretty and much. then he mutilated the baby in order to try to extract the codex, but in, in fact, the codex world, isn't. It's in Kara. Right. So then after he sinks her, and here's the thing, Jack. When in Man of Steel, when they're like Superman's getting punched in the face by those guys, their gloves don't break apart on his skin, do they? That armor doesn't shatter on impact. You can roll your eyes all you want. It doesn't happen. Because Kryptonian, and we saw what happens to him in the ship under a Kryptonian atmosphere. He's still susceptible to things from Krypton. But he's not in a Kryptonian atmosphere. He's on Earth. But when he gets punched in the face with the armored glove, it doesn't break apart because that armored glove is made from Krypton. It needed to be whatever it needed to be. No, it actually makes sense. Yeah. Jack, <laughs> I just chalked like I, said, I just chalked it up as just Kryptonian stuff is going to be as strong as say as say you yeah. getting punched with someone wearing an armor glove. Right. I guess yeah. the the metal also has superpowers. No, but the no, metal it was made probably... from material from Krypton, so therefore it probably had some type of like you know like endowment. You know, if it's one of made those, like... from material from Krypton, which is also absorbing solar radiation. Right. I like that one. I like that Play around with go. this. Um, just said- no, <laughs> probably okay. run the tape back. So no. basically, Kara dies, Batman dies, and they're both like, okay, "We gotta go, go back. We gotta, go, we gotta back. go back in time." But uh, but he doesn't want to do it because he's like, "Younger Barry, you're not you're not fast enough, Young Barry." And he's like, Young "Let's Barry try." Says- Automatically, we're seeing it's a little bit more aggression in Younger Barry. Yeah, mm-hmm. why? Because Barry dealt with trauma ever since he was 12 years old and he's had to learn to deal with it. This Barry's never dealt with trauma. Yeah, he's so not. So he's getting it immediate trauma while being godlike powerful in the height of battle, which is creating a different Barry. So he goes, Barry tries to keep up with young Barry. They wind up getting into the sweet spot in the speed force where they can go on the cosmic treadmill or whatever and run back, moonwalk. Their way to the past, <laughs> and they do it, and they try again, and they fail. Yep. And really they realize great- that both Kara's death here and Batman's death, regardless of how it happens, are canon events, and there's right. no way to undo yeah. it. And older really- Barry makes that connection. Younger Barry refuses, refuses. to play in the ballpark. And you get a really right. sweet moment with Michael Keaton with Batman and and, and the Flash, where he's like. Right. You brought me back, didn't you? He's like, and it was just like, it was almost like Michael Keaton saying, thanks for bringing me back. Yeah. But it's also like the actor saying, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to be, I'm happy to be and back. And that was what was so cool. The first time they went back, Flash says, don't go to the ship. It has whatever, whatever. And Batman, mm-hmm. without missing a beat, 
goes to do something else instead. But you, but there was that soft recognition that he understood what had happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, now we're, now we're making, now we're mixing the spaghetti a little more. That's hmm. why Michael Keaton's Batman is so effective. Cause even in the kitchen, this guy is nuts enough to just buy it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ben Affleck's Batman would take more convincing. This Batman's like, sure. Let's let's electrocute him again. (laughs) I didn't get that from that. I just got that, you know, again, a seasoned Batman. He got got some intel saying, don't get the ship, the ship, you know, whatever. And he just won't go to the next target. But it made sense when he said, thanks for, when he said, thanks for bringing me back. Right. Right. And so we understood that there was a, there was, a few truths happening in that line. There was thanks for bringing me out of the bat cave and back as Batman for a day or two. And there was, I know you've probably saved me a couple times already. Right. Don't right. This, this is a canon event. There's nothing. This is it. Right. You already yeah, brought you, me back. You saw the subtext of that was connected to that. And then the third thing was the whole meta that Lawrence is talking about that. Michael Keaton is. Thanks, thanks for bringing me back. back. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there was a, that moment was just phenomenal. But it also, it's a testament to just how good Michael Keaton is. Michael yeah. Keaton, and also how good that director is to know. Mm. Like, I know I'm going to get here. Like, I yeah. know what I'm. I know what he's going to give me here. I know what this is going to. I know what this scene's going to be, and he's going to give me all of it right here. Yeah. Um, just to, for the opportunity for that to be to slow down the fight to have that moment real quick uh, is great. And then yes, we get back into the Speed Force. And that's where older Barry's like, listen, it's not working. And the younger Barry, it's going to work. And he's getting impaled by all his failed missions and battles. And it's yeah. all broken through him. And he's yeah. starting to look more and more like mm, somebody else. And older Barry's oh, yeah. just standing there watching like the freaking world's happening and things get reversing and things colliding and things starting to look a little bit more messy. And young Barry's like, what are you doing? And he's like, he tries to tell yeah, him about mom. Of- and he's like, I already know. Yeah, I yeah. already know about it. And this is now the moment we started the the review talking about where all the multiverses are colliding and we start getting all these really cool cameos. Joy gasm, let me tell yeah, you. <laughs> most of which are are Superman cameos. Which is right. great. I'm a Superman fan. I would have been pissed off if it was like how, you know, like can you imagine if it was just No, we got Jay Garrick. We did get a flash yeah. in there. Yep. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and he was also running, running in his own little uh, speed bubble, bubble, time bubble. Um, we get George Reeve Superman, which is dope, and uh, like you almost hear the music a little bit, and it's like, wait a second. And then we get Jay Garrick, like Rich just said, in the speed bubble, Mm. and then we get freaking. This was so interesting because first, when Christopher, when that Superman descended at first, the outline I'm like Cavill, yeah, stepped up, and I saw the S. And then yeah. he stepped forward, and it's freaking. I lost my mind. This is my favorite moment right here when Supergirl flies in because that's Helen Slater's yeah. Supergirl. And back in the eighties, as I, I when I was a kid, I was like, "How come they're not in the same movie?" Right. I've been waiting to see them on screen together for the last thirty-five years, <laughs> and I finally get to see my eighties Superman and Supergirl occupy the same space, right. which was that blew my mind. 
That was like, I'm a, I'm a fan service me. Service me till I can't be serviced anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you need a button for that, Rich. You need uh, a, sounds, you need that a sounds like a messy job. <laughs> um, and then Nick, Nick Cage. Yep. Fighting a giant metal spider. Yeah. And for those who don't know what that means, way back when Tim Burton was going to do a Superman movie starring Nick Cage, a script written by Kevin Smith in which he fights a giant mechanical spider Never to be seen. It mm. fell apart. So the fact that this director was like, I'm not just going to give the fans something they want. I'm going to show Kevin Smith and Tim Burton a part of their vision that never came to be. What yeah. they wanted to create is going to be now on screen forever in film form. Yeah. That's that's like. And was sick. And it made no meta, sense. Meta, 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 meta. It didn't push the plot forward. It was just this really cool. extended game. Yeah, yeah, no, who, who, who cares? No, I agree. That was but the and second the suit, they, his super suit. Yo, yeah, and man, dope. his underwear is super long too. <laughs> like, hey, it's Nick Cage, baby. It's Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage, baby. Yo, but that scene was sick. But the scene was so good, it really made me want them. The second they did that, you wanted it all. I was like, you, ha- you have to at least touch on it, even if it's like. Mm-hmm. The film reel going by super fast, and you just show me one frame of all the everything. Boom, 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 boom. Then I'm like, "Oh shit, man!" They're saying yes, yes, yes. Everything you know existed, and everything you don't know exists too. I'm with you. It'd be mad expensive. You got to pay all them people. Yeah, not, not, them not, people. Not, not listen. They didn't even need to be uh, known actors. You could have shown me the glimpse of all these things. Put a hundred unknown actors in a hundred fun that w- suits. That would have done nothing. It would have. These work because they're it, already. You know what it would have showed you? It would have showed you the multitude of the the multiverse, which is what the Spider-Man movie did so well. But we get that. But what makes this fun is that they are cameos. If you're not going to give me the, if I can't see the faces. Well, but Christopher Reeves, we saw for maybe 10 seconds tops. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that that's what I'm saying. But if it was fine. just a Jay Garrett, Jay Garrett flash you saw for two seconds, which running. was, I don't think that was an actor we know. I don't know if that was the actor. But from that's the... my point. I but didn't you... need to be an actor. It needed to be the suit. It needed to be the silver hair on Superman. It needed to be the. It needed to be the everything. You could have showed me a masked up Batman where I never see him, but I know. Oh shit, that's beyond. You could have showed me everything. I, once. Jack, there's no way I can argue with what you're saying. Yes, how could yes. you? Yes, yeah. That, that you either, you either do a thing or you don't do a that's thing. That's where I. Mean. That's where I disagree. But I agree with what you're saying. Would have been fire. But that doesn't mean that I didn't. I still loved what they did, and I'm cool with what they did. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Would you rather there be nothing? No, I would have rather there been everything. But so <laughs> since it's not everything, then you would rather it be nothing. You could have added, listen, I know Rich was like, man, this movie's long, but you could have added two more minutes to the movie, and I would have been sitting here Rich gushing. Sleeping. gushing. I definitely would have fell asleep. I definitely would have missed the whole end. I'm not saying add 20 more minutes of montage. I'm saying add two more minutes of montage so I fill in Jack, all the gaps. I don't think you understand how quickly I fall asleep. He's two more minutes. He looks young. My girl, my girlfriend hates it because I can fall asleep at any time, anywhere. With no, just gone. he, fi- he, he fights sleep on this podcast probably sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack, Jack, your point 
I agree with you. That would have been dope. That would have been. Right, I, but I'm very happy with what we had. Uh, and then we get freaking Dark Flash that comes in. Now, at first, I thought he was like a, because in the Flash canon, at least in the CW show, there is like this dark or death Flash that like, pops up if you interfere with the timeline. So at yeah. first, I thought that's what that was. You, you, you're not supposed to be doing this. But then it Man. turns out it's Young Barry. Young that Barry got old, years. and he's been he's been Doctor Stranging it. This is what yeah. Doctor Strange did. Yeah. Yeah. He said Doctor Strange had no consequences of messing with everything. This guy, you, there's consequences to having a battle for a hundred years or whatever. I, I got to be honest. I knew it was Flash before the movie ever started because everybody toy, did. Of course, everybody did. And yeah, the everybody. toy looked too much like Batman's suit mutilated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, yeah. And, just this disgusting. So I kind of knew that was, and when he pushed him out of the beginning, it it looked like, uh, okay, we know it's we know it's him, and we're dealing with a movie about uh, time travel. So it clearly, almost it almost has to be him. Yeah, yeah like there's no way around it. it. It has to be him. But and that's the paradox, right? And they even say that. I mean, they spoon feed you that line. The paradox yeah. that you created me, but I pushed you out of the thing. Thus creating me. Right. So, hmm. But what undoes a paradox is him going to kill our Barry and young Barry stepping in the way. Right. So now you don't exist. Right. Because you killed your younger self. Right. And what makes for me Act 3 work is that it's not this moment that the movie sails off on. It's Barry in the grocery store dropping the can of tomatoes, oh. making the hard decision. Right. If, Barry, if, so if this was the it was, this was the end? I beat the bad guy, then we sail off into the sunset. Very disappointing, but no, Barry beating the bad guy is guys going back in time and undoing what you're doing so your mother does die. Yeah, that is trippy. But the way oh that scene, oh my god, that scene. So, so the next scene is the conflict so, is resolved, and Barry goes back in time oh, again. Oh, can, can, can we go back before that just a little bit? When he's having the conversation with his younger self and his younger self is like, you're crazy. You're just going to let mom die. And Barry's yeah. like, something's happened yeah. to be. As an audience member, I can't even side with right. our Barry here. I'm like, I, and I understand it's the right thing to do, but I'm like, there's no way this young Barry or myself as an audience would be cool with you doing this. Right. And <laughs> But, but here's what's crazy. So he goes back in time, and this moment lands, oh. landed so oh. hard. Ezra killed this moment as an actor. Yeah, and so killed did it. so did the, the mom. mom. Oh, she oh. was right oh, yeah. there with him. Oh, right there. And, right and I, I also got to say the whoever wrote that scene and the way it was directed, they let the mom almost identify that Barry was her son. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like that. Moms point. know, man. Yeah, oh, man. What was, what that, the meta of, I mean, the, the subtext was so palpable. So, so Barry takes the but what's, suit. Wait, real quick. What's amazing is this. And I have to, and I'm going to believe it's all Ezra. Although people use eye drops in the films all the time, but eye drops don't make nose get wet. It doesn't make your cheeks get flushed. He was wearing sunglasses. The only way the mother knew he was upset is the tear that ran down his face under the sunglasses. Right. So it's like, as an actor, you're having the thing that blocks your emotion 
So you have to generate tears for the other actor to notice something's wrong with you. And to like for that to be a key moment in the script and for you to deliver your yeah, beast. And, and honestly, probably take after take hitting that mark. I mean, he's you, you can tell Ezra's so full, like yeah. probably all day long, just hitting that, hitting that. Yeah. 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 So they have the moment. He puts he takes the tomatoes out of the basket, thus knowing his mom's gonna be killed because his dad's gonna have to go get tomatoes. Right. And he bounces, right? Long story short, he bounces. We wind up back in Central City the day of the trial. There's a note from Bruce Wayne on his desk saying, hey, man, I know today's a big day for you. Now, what he doesn't know is what he's about to discover when he gets to the courtroom. That somehow. Oh, he does know. He doesn't. No, he, he don't. Did it. He does. No, he know. He, he, yes, he, he does. He did it. And in the convenience store, when he was standing there, he looks up to the camera and pauses. That's where he gets the idea to put all the cans on the top shelf. Yes. So he put will, all the cans on the top yes. shelf. So that will have to look up. Right. Because that was the that. problem. I missed that. They don't show it. They see, I see. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. They you leave see it him for you. put it on the bottom yeah. shelf. And then you see him look up. That was which, the moment. Which. The odd thing to me is that also means when Bruce Wayne fixed the corrupted footage, he would have saw Barry that day. Um, no, nah. would have saw Barry that day. Can can he be seen on camera when he's when he's super fast? He wasn't super fast when he just looked up. Yeah, yeah, he stopped. Oh, he wasn't. Or, well, it didn't. Maybe he right. did. Maybe he did, and he knows. No, but he yeah. had that whole scene with his mom, and then he walked right. over and put the soup down. So it didn't. And he seem looked like up right to the camera. Yeah. It's like you. Yeah. So I, so I got the feeling when I was watching it, wouldn't Batman see him and be like, "How is Barry Barry twenty years earlier?" Or, or, or are you going to say? Uh, no, say, you say. Or he he did the swipe. He looked up, saw the camera. Did the swap super speed went back erased enough of the tape back to that point before he he did it and boom there it's we a go lot of, maybe I mean it's a lot is it a lot he's super fast is, yeah, is it too much for him to do or, or or remember that whole tape was already distorted so all they had to do was just clean the moment his dad was there they don't need to clean the whole right day. Right. right exactly yeah, yeah, well that, no that's, actually that's, they'd be cleaning the whole tape for that day because they're looking for the moment but they have the, but they have the, they have the, they know the moment and they have the time stamp all right so anyways they're in court and the tape plays but this time the dad pulls the tomato up. can from the top shelf yes. showing his face and if you're a geek you know that damn it Barry you altered the timeline you yep. still yeah. altered the yeah. timeline and there's You'll a consequence and the consequence is wait, Bruce wait, 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 wait. Oh wait. Wait. Yeah, go ahead. He and gets then the I have my with Iris. He gets oh, the yeah. with Iris. Iris right. shows up. She walks him through like the mm -hmm. press and stuff and they pretty much have a date and it's charming and it's awkward but it's wonderful and he gets a call from Bruce. Bruce Wayne's on his way. He's talking to Bruce. You're not going to believe what happened? I have so much to tell you that Mercedes, that sick Mercedes pulls up. Yeah. Bruce Wayne gets out of the car. And? Barry looks at Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And if the film ever called for the most charming 
portrayal of Bruce Wayne ever, yeah. you're not going to get Affleck. You're not going to get Keaton. There's one Bruce Wayne that is full of charm. Mr. George. George. <laughs> George Clooney. This, Jack, this movie's ridiculous. No. Wait, can I say, I have to say this, This though. doesn't My, make sense. Wait, but it was great. And seeing Clooney was great. And it might, and, and he, honestly, like I, want, I want to be Batman again after seeing it. I'm like, he does have a strong jaw. Yeah. He does. He does. He still does. But, my, here's my biggest gripe with the film, and it was actually right here. Yeah. And this moment was so monumental that, in my opinion, they totally botched it. It's the reason why I retroactively found myself noticing other things about the film that bothered me. Lawrence, I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. What is Barry's conflict in this film that sends him on his hero's quest in the first place? Barry's conflict in this film is he wants to save his mom from dying and realize he made a mess of things. Close. It's that he loses both parents to one event, and so he couldn't help either of them. Right. And now right. he's here in, in a timeline that he could almost stomach if only his dad was set free. Mm-hmm. And the dad being stuck in prison, being innocent is the icing on the cake that sets him on his hero's journey. And so here at the end of the film, we have the court scene where his dad is set free. And instead of having Barry walk out of the court with his father, he walks out of the court with Iris, which think, is I cool. Think, I don't Hang think he's set free like that, though. Yeah, yes, yeah. you do. If you're in court and you're set free, they don't send you back to prison. You're set free. You walk out of the court. Instantly, you're set free. And so the fact that Barry walked out of that court with this whole movie playing out simply to try to save his father in the first place, and I'm not saying Iris couldn't have been there, but his dad being there would have been even richer for Iris to ask him out because then he gets to look at his son and be like, that's my son. And he gets to engage with Bruce Wayne who just helped set him free and say, Mr. Wayne, thank you. How the how was his dad not because, in that scene? Because we don't care about his dad. No, but Barry but does. And what the whole we, movie but, but we do care about Barry is letting go and starting to live his life, which is actually what was stated in the beginning. His dad was like, live your life, Barry. Let this go. But the, Barry but can finally live happen. his... It yeah, still would have happened. I, we got, I, I felt like I got that in the courtroom. I got what I needed in the courtroom when they looked at each other and they were kind of teary and they had How the did moment. the dad not walk out of the building yeah. with him? I have no idea. I ain't think twice about that, daddy. Well, you missed, <laughs> the, you, you missed Barry's conflict the whole film. Then. No, I didn't because his conflict wasn't his dad. His conflict was being able to let go and deal with the past. So I don't need his... He, his dad was like, you have to let go. Barry's issue, he still didn't let go. So it's not his his physical presence of his dad to me doesn't matter so much as him going on the date with Iris is Barry now letting go. He's been it still sh- it, that still could have happened though. Yes, but it's, it's not intimate happened. asking a girl out with your father standing next to you. And the dad could have been the one who said, who pulls himself off to the side and being like, "It's okay, son. Take a minute to go. Take a moment." Why does he? There's no that? way. That I just saved the world. I don't need a pep talk from you. You've been in jail for 13 years. What First can you tell all, me? 
you definitely have to go. You definitely have to go back and get processed. If hang you on, get set free. All right, hang on, hang on. All right, guy. <laughs> I had to look this up. I'm like, wait a minute. There's definitely steps for this. Yeah, that's how. I, that's how I read it too. In every, no, gotta... in every Hollywood movie where the person oh, that's who what we're gonna do wrongly that? convicted, right. wrongly convicted, uh, wrongly convicted, right. and then found guilty, uh, uh, found innocent and exonerated. Well, Rich, told, Rich just told you the facts. Here's the thing: the movie is not. If anything, the movie's about his mom. The movie's not about his dad. His dad was like, "Well, this is the least I can do." Yeah. That, to have his dad in the last moment is not what the movie was setting up. Barry Allen, throughout the comic book history, is the fact that he lost them both at once and couldn't do th- nothing right. about it. Right, but it's about how it affects him and him being able to be free. That last moment, it needed to be him moving on with his life. He, we've right. he's he's been carrying his dad the whole movie, and that's now what, he's that's finally what, free. That's what his dad was telling him. He was like, "Yo, go live life," and then we get to see him live life. So exactly. That's what's more important than. Seeing his dad come down the steps of the courthouse. I don't know, man. Today is Father's Day, and there was no father in that All scene. Right. No. I don't give a crap. And, and none of us wanted right. it. What are you talking about? Jack, I man. wanted it. Jack, right. it's crazy that this is the Moving part. Moving on. So this then is what the, happened? This is the part that made him go through the whole movie and pick out all the... This is because his dad? His dad's right. being processed for his freedom. Yeah, okay. And, and then we get the post Well, yes, which... It was inconsequential. It didn't make a difference. It, 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 yeah, it was. It, like was, like most, most it was almost. It was almost worse than that. It was like it. It was almost like a, it added a deficit to the content. It didn't just not do anything. It's like it did. It did what Thor: Love and Thunder did. Mm. How is Aquaman still this? How are you still? Well, I, we're assuming because the 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 universe is slightly different now. So, so he went. He reverted back to being this guy. That's like at the end of Aquaman one, it's like, oh shoot, he stepped up. He's taken the throne. That's how he's we got to read it. Is maybe some of those events never happened. Hmm. Even that's how I read it. It still doesn't leave me with story. It just shows it was, me it, they could pick something better for a post credit scene, or just not a post credit yeah. scene. Yeah. Or just not right. a post credit scene. I thought about that too. I was like, maybe we don't need it for every film. And, and I'm sure they had a dope post credit scene. When they originally had an idea for the universe before James Gunn came in, and we're going to change things. So if you don't have one, you don't have one. Um, one thing I brought up to Chris, I've talked to Chris about this movie, and just in case you and Rich hated on it, I wanted to have a good time before you guys crushed my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I said to Chris, I said, Chris, how does it feel to know that your favorite Batman is destined to just die as the Earth gets terraformed to Krypton? <laughs> like at the end of the but, day, Michael Green's mm. Batman swan song is he dies at the hands of Zod. But my but my I, answer was with the multiverse, there's, there's always that chance. There's now, I had a theory I want to run yeah. by you guys. Here's I my didn't theory. Even, okay. I didn't even identify him as the 89 Batman. Oh, I as did. More, as more as a variant of the 89 Batman. Is that what possible? We're going to do? Come on, man. no, he's the yeah, eighty-nine whatever. Batman. Let's he's let, let, let's let let's let these stakes matter. Let's not water down the consequences. He's the eighty-nine Batman. It's too easy to say. Well, maybe he's one of the eighty. No, but here's 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 my theory, my head cannon. I want to pitch this guy's to you. Okay, Barry messed everything up because this mm-hmm. is what happened to Man of Steel. Clark turns himself into the authorities. 
After that, he turns himself into Zod, learns Zod's plan, buys time, has the battle in Smallville, wins over the military's trust. They now work together. We'll distract Zod while you destroy the world engine. What happened here is, and I have to believe, this is head theory, I have to believe that when Zod went over the broadcast, those Russian people were ready to hand her over. These aliens came hmm. to collect. If they would have handed her over, I believe the series of events might have played out the same way. But by her not showing up to be handed over, war started days before it would have in Man of Steel. Hmm. Man of Steel, they had time because Clark handed himself over. And in the movie you saw when Batman was flying in, they had to not just fight Zod. They had to fight their own military right. as opposed to Man of Steel where Superman and the military were working together to fight Zod. So I feel like if Barry never showed up, the Russians would have handed Kara over and the events probably would have played out similar to Man of Steel and that world wouldn't have been destroyed, in my theory. Interesting. Because that's the only difference, is that Zod decided to like fight on sight. Right. And we saw in Man of Steel when Superman rolls up to the ship, that's where the battle would have happened that early in the movie. If he didn't show up. But but why did Zod even roll up to that location? The only reason Zod rolled up to that location is because Superman turned him in, himself into the U.S. military. And then they agreed Zod, on a meetup. Zod uh, sent out his signal in every language but I, on the planet. But, I, but in my, in my headcanon, and maybe they already explained it, Zod was like, I want to meet you here on this day. If he doesn't show no, I, up. I got that. But why, why did he choose... He doesn't know America. That just happened. That's, where he I was. think I think that's just happenstance. That's just where he landed. I think. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it it could have been anywhere. I think that was just happenstance. So Lois Lane could be there. <laughs> <laughs> so they were in such a populated area, you know, like uh, Power Rangers. There you go. Jack's asking, like, why was it in Ireland? Like, why did it have to be America? And I think well, that's why was it, it the U.S. military at all? Could have been any military faction. Why, why was the U.S. military? No, because we, we're America. The, the U.S. Yeah, military why. showed up because they had Superman. Zod didn't touch down to meet with the U.S. military. He was like, I'm going to be here on this day. If Kal-El, you don't show up, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Right. And then the military went to go meet Zod. And Zod's like, where is he? You're you're keeping him from me. But it was a military base in the desert. It wasn't a base. I felt like it, there was no. no base there. They were that no, was, was like a battleground. It was just desert. It was it's, like Joshua Tree military desert kind of setting. But it was no base. It, it was just was in the Man of Steel movie. No. There was no base out there. Go back and watch that movie. They have all their stuff set up in like barracks and not I don't think at the meetup. Didn't they meet? relatively close to that location i just remember there being desert and tanks yes desert and tanks that's that's to me it was like california joshua tree-esque military palm palm desert either way i think kara would have been turned in they would have bought time mm-hmm. and the events of man is still would have played out but different that's interesting Therefore, that world would still exist so should we rank this thing let's do it wait wait Real quick. <laughs> Better be twice. This has been a two-hour conversation, Joe. Hey, man. Y'all want views on YouTube or not? Uh, who, who, what other Batman would you prefer to come out that car? 
None. 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 Yeah, none. Actually, Whoever. I would have flipped nah, out nah, about nah, that. Christian Bale stepped out. I would have lost yeah, nah. my mind. Yeah. Y'all must. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> No, yeah, that that, that was Christian that was, Bell that stepping out of it. One, Christian Bell would have stepped out using a walker, right? And two, no, he was fine at the end of Dark Knight Rises. He was, and it's the multiverse that doesn't necessarily, you know, doesn't mean that you know it could he be could have had a better outcome, you know. Yeah, Christian Bell, well, that would have been now that could have been that cool. would have been dope. Been you cool. know, they asked him, he been like, uh, he's like, no, he's no. Like, no. no, he would have said no. He's like, I'm not getting in that shape. <laughs> right now, but um, that's a, that's a good point too. Why Bell didn't have like a frame or two where we saw him? You gotta pay him. You don't want to yeah, pay man. all these people for two seconds. Yes, and not man, that much, they're, man. They're, you know why they're, 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 they're you know why you know why they're rich because they just don't even who do though they. Got, who do you think got paid to use Christopher Reeves' likeness? I mean, this guy's been his estate. His estate. That's why what? actors, when they die now, they put in their wills and their trusts. Or maybe stuff. not his estate, depending on whatever his contract was back then. That's mm-hmm. my point. But, yeah, I mean, cameos cost. And Christian Bell might have said no. And this is more than a cameo. This is like, you're oh, acting. Yeah. This was like, <laughs> and Clooney's probably like, yeah, I'll do it. Fun my next movie, though. I want to direct it. <laughs> like, you know, let's shake hands on it. It was cool seeing Clooney because it was cool seeing him kind of like, I know I was the worst Batman. But Pretty it was great almost, Bruce Wayne, but, though. But that, that cameo <laughs> yeah, he was a, He was a good yeah. Bruce Wayne. I'll give him that. Bruce Wayne is so charming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my head, what I, wa- what I wanted to happen is what would have happened in the Flashpoint comic, which Flashpoint was just one big reason to get to the new 52. Barry, what he does, sends us into the new rebooted comic book universe. It's one big advertisement, bridge the gap thing. But I also understand that they don't have their, they probably they didn't have their universe planned out yet. They don't have their new Batman cast yet that's going to be in the next universe. Mm. Um, so this movie, they're saying the box office isn't great right now. And this movie suffers from a lot of things. It suffers from the fact that it's part of a connected universe that we know is ending. And you also have a lead who got into a lot of trouble that he's not even around to market. They are not even around to market the thing. Mm -hmm. So it's being marketed by Supergirl, who's only in there for 10 minutes. And Michael Keaton's only in there for like 25. And this is a it's great. But this is a flash movie and it's a good flash movie. But the flash wasn't able to market it. And it created a lot of bad blood around it, unfortunately. And the end of this movie, in my opinion, would have been great if they had enough footage or enough decisions being made where you see these events go into like the next he creates the new rebooted timeline. Yeah. So Well that still could be the case here. You know, Clooney almost serves as a Batman beyond. So you still have you still have your twenty something year old Batman in this first. We just Batman Beyond's not No, but the next Batman movie is Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, no, I that no, this doesn't play into whatever reality is happening. I'm just saying it. It still could, but it doesn't. I couldn't see Clooney being that bat, that Bruce Wayne and Batman no. Beyond because that Bruce Wayne was like old and dark, jaded. Yeah, yeah. grizzled Clooney, old man. Clooney's Bruce Wayne is literally like the live action Adam West version. Yeah, mm, like those that. are the most charmingest Batman. But um, yeah, it would have been nice if they had enough decisions that were made, and they couldn't have. That would have done what the comic book did. 
Like this happens so we can reboot the universe. And then you get a glimpse at it at the end. But, but that also means Robin is around in this in that in that world Robin is around. The third one. <laughs> no, the yeah. fourth one. Or the fifth That's one. Whatever. What I mean. It's a lot of one. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Robins. A lot of Robins. Um so that would have been nice if it did, but I know that it didn't. Which made the post credit scene feel like what was the point? Like if like you can't even... further if you don't have continuity to further, then what's the point? Or they could have done what you wanted, Jack, is the post credit scene is him and his dad eating spaghetti. How was your day, son? Let mm-hmm. me tell you about it. You know, honestly, that would have been better. What that's why what? I'm going back in town to tell me ideas so I can be a studio Wait, exec. What uh, <laughs> what movie did we just see that that actually was the post credit scene? That was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah, they were yeah. would have been that would have been easier resolution for this film to have actually just been the same scene. Yeah, and we might have said it's the same thing, but how? But it's what? Yeah. It's what it would have hit harder than him and Aquaman and him sleeping in a puddle because he can breathe underwater. Yeah, that was, that was just weird. a waste of my time. I, you sit there the whole credits, and that's what you get. Yeah, that's what you give me. So let's rank this thing. Yeah. Let me go first because I gotta, I gotta drop off. Uh, I'm giving this thing a strong nine. Nine. It just came together for me. Man, okay. You still got it. I love it. Oh. I love it. Okay. I gave Spider Man and the Batman a nine. Is this on Spider-Man No Way Home's level? This is tough. Because I'm a fan and they serviced me. And they gave me everything I want. And they gave it to me good and hard. <laughs> oh, man. I got nothing for that. <laughs> but there were problems. And the CGI is a massive problem in a CGI movie. So for that, 8.5. 8.5. Okay. I was going to give it Bye, a... Bye, Chris. Happy Father's Day. Thanks, guys. Right. Catch up with you guys later. 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 Uh, I'm going to give this a... I also had problems. Good movie to watch. Don't get me wrong. There were issues. Things that just didn't make sense. And the CGI was kind of duty. And the fact that the director was like, yeah, we know that is bad. Just accept it. Like, yeah. I'm giving it a 7.5. What did you give Transformers? What did I give Transformers? I feel like I gave Transformers a six. Did I? No. no you'll end up giving it a high score. I gave it an eight. I think. Transformers was better than this? Slightly, yeah. Bite your tongue, Wilson. I'm not biting nothing. <laughs> so 7.5, 9, 8.5. I gotta also give it a 7.5. And what's crazy about it is I like this movie so much. Mm. I really, really enjoyed it. But the CGI was beyond... It was so rough. It was beyond noticeable. The strengths of the film were Keaton, Supergirl, and Ezra was really great when when it mattered you know the end of the film really lost points for me for me it Mm. lost points i needed the resolution with the father because i'm watching a whole movie that was about this to me and 
and what was yeah really the what was the post credit about it's post- like yeah that's like extra that's like i know but sometimes you're better off with just leaving a thing yeah and they could have yeah. just left this thing and it would have it would have been a better taste in my mouth than the taste they left in my mouth <laughs> so, see i was gonna, i was gonna let the first one go <laughs> came back for more <laughs> so, so i so uh collectively we have given it an eight you know Which, what's cra- you know what's crazy? Like- you know what's crazy? I'm gonna say this right now. What's crazy <laughs> is we're so used to comic book entertainment that we're seeing a movie, and this is not, I'm not I'm not criticizing your scores. I'm talking about just us as a culture. We're so used to seeing these comic book movies so often that when yeah, we get a movie real. with the Flash, a Superman, a Wonder Woman, two Batman cameos, a Supergirl, it's it's not as special as it would have been ten years ago. And I'll say this. I'll say this. You would have lost your mind if this was 2009. I want. I want to give this movie. I want to give this movie a higher score. But the the other thing that massively deducts points is at the climax of the film, they open the Pandora's box and they give me one of the best cameos I've seen in a film. Jack, you're on your own with this one. I know. (laughs) It was exciting for me. Because I was because ex- I was expecting very little from it, but the fact they put the spider in there, and seeing Reeves as much as I, it also felt kind of cheap to me, seeing him meant a lot to me. But I was like, it was so underplayed. I was like, how do we Let's have see. no? How do we have no Henry? How do we have no to, Tom? To me, to me, that's us in two thousand. That's us in two thousand twenty-three. But yeah. if we went back to two thousand nine, we would have just been happy to have a ten-second cameo. Of the woman that played Lois Lane in the original movie, absolutely. Like, like not, not, but now we're getting all yes. of this stuff, and we're like, it's not enough. But it's like this: Endgame changed the game, and then Spider-Man: No Way Home elevated the game. And the and what the Spider-Man now we're spoiled. We're now spoiled. We're spoiled. So you gotta we get a Christopher Reeve, George Reeves cameo, and we're still like, that's not enough. It's not enough. You're right. I'm like, it's, you're like. Rich, when yeah. I came up, Ben Affleck was Daredevil in a red leather suit. He was. Y'all don't know how good you got it. Yeah. <laughs> and that still wasn't the worst movie in the world. <laughs> was it? Uh, IMDB gave this thing 7.4, so we aren't, we aren't too far off. Yeah, some people are really mad at Ezra, though. So there, there is some. Which is also kind of like, uh, listen, there, there's a, there's a thing around the film, and it's, yeah. it'd be a, a lie not to acknowledge. It just is what it is. It is what it is, man. So you say collectively, that's a what, Jack? It's a uh, eight point. Oh, eight point. It's yeah, an yeah. Eight, eight point something. So eight. We gave it an eight. Gave it an eight, which I think is better than a lot of people are giving it. So that's fine. All right. So as you guys know, Chris left. So there's recommendations that need to be done. So I'm going to wing it. Um, So other movies that go back in time. Other movies that go back in time. Yo, you you know what you need to see? This is Tomorrow's War. (laughs) If you watch that with a group of your friends. Watch that with the group. Don't watch that by yourself. (laughs) Watch that with a bunch of people you can talk about it with. That's a good time. Adam's Project. Adam Project Adam's is very it. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and obviously, Back to the Future. Yeah. Who's um, in that? Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Wait, which, which universe? Yo, that was like that Miles Morales moment. Like, what universe yeah. am I in? Yeah. <laughs> Except it was Eric Stoltz. Um, I love that they're geeks for that. 
uh, honestly, Butterfly Effect is a great mm-hmm. time travel okay. movie. Yeah. It's the first time travel movie I ever saw where you create multiverses with your choices. You do, like like, and you come back to the present, but you still are very aware of the past you have, and but your the new memories get burrowed into your brain, so you're aware mm-hmm. of where you are and where you've been. It's very interesting. Ashton Kutcher kills it. Uh, other time travel. I mean, if we're going to talk about the multiverse, if you want the multiverse in there too, you're crazy if you haven't seen Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, Across the Spider Verse is probably the best <laughs> multiverse superhero movie ever made. And Edge, Edge of Tomorrow wasn't bad. Edge of Tomorrow was pretty freaking great. And which the advertising for that film was odd. A lot of people thought it was called "Live Die Repeat." <laughs> really? Because that You're that's really? what they that's what it kept. That was like the, the slogan. Because on the poster was... it said "Live Die Repeat," and people yeah. thought that was the name of the movie. And they were like, "No, it's called Edge of Tomorrow." And like, where does it say that on any of the posters? And you're like, it actually it doesn't on some of the posters. Right. Live Die Repeat's not too bad once you get that. And um, yeah. last but not least. If you're looking for a sort of time travel movie that doesn't deal with any supernatural science fiction action packed thing, you just want to have a good time. Time Traveler's Wife? Well, if you want to cry, <laughs> you can watch that. Or you can throw in Groundhog Day oh, and, watch, and watch Bill Murray just relive the same is day. A, yeah. Is that a time travel movie, though? Time, adjacent. Like, He's just reliving the same day over and over. I got, stuck in the past. I got two. 50 dates or whatever? What, 50 is that, first dates. Oh, Jack. I got two scene? more. I got two more. I got two more. I got Looper and 12 Monkeys. Oh, 12 Monkeys. Interesting. Well, why Looper. are we not saying Terminator at this point, then? Trump, you could determine. Uh, Looper, Looper, Looper was was Bruce Willis and oh Joseph Gordon. Um, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because he was he was in one too where he was like plugged into. I forgot the name of it. Or Transformers, because every time there's a new movie, they go back in time to tell it. We've been here since the (laughs) sixties. We were here when the dinosaurs. We created the earth. We're on the dark side of the moon. How For long real? have you been here? <laughs> Just yeah. use the earth as your battleground. Just go exactly. home. Go away. But yeah, I guess that's our show. Long one, but a good one, I hope. Yeah. Uh, we'll be, I mean, listen, just check us out on YouTube. We got a whole lot of playlists, fun videos there. Hit our socials up, the Brothers in the Shadow Milk on Instagram, TikTok. And uh, we'll be back, man. Next week's going to be fun. I don't know what we're covering, but we're going to cover something or cover ourselves. Who the heck knows? But we're going to have fun doing it. Jack, if if y'all need to start watching the YouTube channel because Jack does this whole thing nude. We've been trying to tell him to stop, but (laughs) you'll just have to come check it out. Scrambled (laughs) egg. Wait. (laughs) What? (laughs) He said scrambled eggs. (laughs) We'll be back. Same flash time. Same flashing it channel. Flashing it. Well done. You need to stop. (laughs) Yes, Rich.
So we are giving it an eight. Thank you for sitting for this ride. You can always hit the fast forward button and we'll speed like the flash. Or you can go back in time and you watch, watch it again. Yes, 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 yes. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all of that stuff. Hit the links in the description. We got a podcast, we got social media. Check us out there and we'll be back. Same flash time. Same. No, not the same flash time. Uh, Alternate flash channel. What's happening? Bye. <laughs> Bye.